This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is sponsored by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. We have no warning. We're live. We are? Yay! Hey! It's a podcast. Kyle's there going, we're not live. What? Are we live? <laughs> Kyle's eating a podcast, uh, a pancake. <laughs> a podcast some, pancake. Some floor manager. So, Thanks, guys. in honor of Shrove Tuesday. Hey, I told you it was a real thing, you we, uh We are cooking up some pancakes here, live hey. on the podcast. We're all wearing beads because it's also... Mar- is today Mardi Gras? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. So uh, I'm going to take my beads off, though, because I'm leaning over a bunch. Yeah. yeah. And for I didn't earn these for any reason whatsoever. So I'm going to take them off She totally well. did. Um, so, yeah, we uh, thought it would be a good idea to bring in some pancake fixings. He's got them all set up over there. All right, and, I, got uh, my, I got my setup here to cook pancakes. You guys have been missing out. You, you didn't see know. It? I can't even see it. There, there you go. go. In the wide. I, got, I used the podcast budget to buy myself a grill. Oh! That's enormous pancake. Gavin's always trying to cause problems. That's true. He is. So uh, this week we we have a lot to talk about. A lot we're going to get to, including Gavin uh, has to pay for his lost bet uh, for tennis. He has to uh, lick my shingle diseased Do leg. Well, Do that was the agreement. Was um, it though? Are they going to show th- any clip? I think you'll realize that if you play back the tape, the bet was for me to lick your leg. <laughs> Are you going to pussy out like that? At no point did we say shingles. I would not bet. lick. Adult herpes. I'll do it. Though. Chicken I pox. Care. I wouldn't do it. No, I wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't do it. It's like, it's not going to go get me. Get me no, it's not that kind. It. What, what's the coleslaw? Is that different? That's, yeah, that's all. There's like six or seven different kinds of herpes. Mm. Oh. I, I trust me. I learned all about it. If you get re- all six, you get an achievement. <laughs> you, your seventh is free. It's like <laughs> a little Subway Sub Club card. You're doing chocolate chip. Yeah, put chocolate so chips in there. different pancakes than the ones that you're meant to do. You're meant to do the thin ones. I just, it's a pancake right there. It's a normal pancake. Yeah, but these are like thick Scotch You're the pancakes. one who fucking lifted the, the batter and made it put a bun. No, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> We're going to make our own pancakes. I got a ton of stuff over here. Check what I got here. Can I see? I got chocolate chips. I even have little serving bowls. I got chocolate chips. I got white chocolate chips. I got macadamia nuts. And I'm going to try something for Brandon in particular. I have uh, graham crackers. It's Brandon's birthday today. It is Brandon's birthday today. It's Happy another birthday, thing today. Brandon. I got graham crackers and some marshmallow stuff. I'm going to try to make Brandon a s'mores waffle here in a little bit. So. S'mores pancake. Pancake, sorry. Pancake. I don't, want, <laughs> I don't want Gavin to get upset about his holiday getting fucked up. <laughs> Even though he's the one trying to fuck it up. Is pancake day, is that European? Because uh, I had never heard of that before. It's made up. I guess it is European. But, but now I, we're going to eat pancakes because I always associated it with up. religion, but I guess it's nothing to do with it. Because tomorrow is Lent, right? Right. Is it? Yes. It's tomorrow, that's what Fat Tuesday is like. The last day before. It's your last starts. day to be fat. So you call it Fat Tuesday. Yeah. What do you yeah, because it? it's like decadent Tuesday. Shrove Tuesday. <laughs> why Shrove? We've had this discussion a year ago. <laughs> We've done it. But why Shrove though? I don't know. Well, you're making I fun of Fat Tuesday. Year. Explain why you don't like Shrove or why you Shrove better. What does Shrove even mean? Is that a word? I don't. I didn't know a year ago. And I don't know now. You've had a fucking year to learn one word. You can't learn a single word. We learned about pancakes. We're doing pancakes. You couldn't learn your fucking word. No what's pancakes the, for this what's guy. What's the reasoning behind this, though? I have to adjust to so much of your culture. You don't know. <laughs> you know, get, seriously, Gavin, fuck you. Because <laughs> you're over here making. You tell me I don't have the right pancakes for Shrove it's Tuesday. Be like crepe style pancakes. Shut up. But you don't even <laughs> oh know my God. what kind of pancakes we're supposed to have or what the fucking holiday is. You are so unappreciative. A fucking pancakes right in front of you. Like, oh, it's supposed to be crepe style pancakes. Those are way too thick. We're getting well, pancakes at 7:30 on a Tuesday start, night. It's not in a pan. It's that's a grill. It's what? Like, it's not grill cake day. 
You're a fucking idiot. This is the exact same thing. This is a pan. What is the difference with that? Oh, lick a shingle, bitch. I'm so really fed up with you. So what did happen? So the bet was, where was the conversation? It was on, it was not yeah. last, two weeks ago, two weeks podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Am I, I revealing the fact that I don't watch Check podcasts? No, I'm, not no. so I'm a little behind in my podcast watching. I apologize. I, I found it funny that Jack went and played tennis. Because I, I imagine Jack would be terrible at tennis. And he is. It turns out I'm just worse. So. But you played squash, right? Yeah. Apparently, did not, those skills did not translate. Oh, I could it rise. That's what happens oh, when you... Top. Two pancakes. Ready to come out. Just about. Almost uh, there. So, yeah. So, then they made the bet, and then they had to go play tennis, and Gavin lost 6-1. I so did. The bet was to go <laughs> to just play one set. So, you... you wow. You lost 6-1. <laughs> well, I saw the video, I think, but I just saw, like, a lot of people hitting balls into the net. That's that was, all I saw. That would be a lot of me. So, Jack hit less of them into the net than yeah. Gavin did. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And a lot of shitty serving, And too. we played for about 20 minutes... And at the end of it, Jack was panting and about to pass out from the exercise. And it was like nothing happened. Don't make fun of him. You're the one who tried to kick up and stand and look all cool and you fell backwards. I did do that. But I'm saying it it wasn't really a workout. But for Jack, it was the biggest workout ever in the world. Well, he beat you. That is the shallowest victory of all time. He kicked the shit out of you in tennis. And you're going to say that he did it in a sweaty way. He was tired. (laughs) Oh, he he tried. Smacks of effort, man. It's like, imagine Gavin on a pro football team. He goes, yeah, we lost Super Bowl, but they're fucking covered in Gatorade. (laughs) (laughs) What a bunch of bitches. (laughs) Did you watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. You don't have any clue? There's too much. There's a lot of stopping and a lot of discussion. You always say that. There's a lot of stomping. There's a lot of stomping in European football, too, because there people fucking st- fall flat on their no, face No, but the pride. time keeps going. The time doesn't stop. Yeah. A, a, a football match, a real one, is 90 minutes plus a bit of extra time. Well, injury you, time. you can't say that. You can't say a you like it because it doesn't stop, but it's like a bit of extra time. It's well, like five minutes. It's not like yeah, a Yeah, it's of usually time. like four or five minutes. So is your, what is your complaint that when you say it stops? There's the, the action in American football lasts in bursts of about 20 seconds. So, yeah, I, I can see what he's saying. So American football is four 15-minute quarters. Should be an hour. Takes three hours to watch a game. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Okay, so is that what you're saying? So that's, is it the, that's what he's saying. The action stops and it becomes boring? Yeah, Or yeah. that you don't know how long I you're just, committing? This is what I want to see. I want to see people running with the ball. I want to see people getting almost killed, tackled in half, and fall down. Over and over again, but this is stopping every time. Look at the shot. Yeah. Oh, oh look at that. Look at my delicious pancake. Here's this one that came out. This is a... So this. Or alternatively, oh. the oh, Barbara Crotch shot. Can I try a... Hey, what's up? <laughs> Barbara Crotch. Different kind Here. of cake. <laughs> no, I think I think about 10,000 people just signed up for the video <laughs> podcast. Who wants a chocolate chip pancake? It's a little upgradal action. Here you go. Actually, right, we'll let me get a plate. You weren't supposed to put Hold it on. No, no, you got it. I got this. Here, take your plate. Okay. All right, we're going to try this. Ready? no. It's got to be a wide shot for this. I'm going to try to flick wide. a pancake all the way over to Gavin. I think the wide is the other one. All right, go. You ready? Here yeah, yeah. Nice! Look at good. that. Good, I good. Even, You can't even see how far the, away I was. The wide is the, on the griddle right now. They could use their Oh, I see what you're saying. All right, I totally touched it with my hand. Ooh. All right, Gus, you're up for a pancake. All right. Oh. Pancake me. Whatever happened to ladies first? Here's your plate. Get some height on this one. Real height. You ready? All right, mm-hmm. we're going to get totally high with this one. One, two, three. Whoop! Nice. That was good. All right, well, guys. Good. So far, so good. Yes. I take back everything I said about your crappy pancakes. Thank you. It's actually coming yeah, out of a bottle too, so mm. I really wouldn't be that uh, so upset here, if you didn't like it. Pancake, can you lick this shit or what? Well, not when you say it like that. It's going <laughs> to go perfectly with your pancake. You can, you can drown it with like. some syrup afterwards. All right, well, Notice that the Canadian is the only person so far who went straight for the syrup as soon as she got handed a pancake. Gus, it was the first question 
that she asked as soon as I came in. You gotta have maple syrup. Would you like to guess what the second question she asked was? What's that? <laughs> Can I make a pancake in the shape of a dick? Oh, of She course. asked that like oh, right yeah. off the bat. We were in a meeting yesterday, <laughs> and I feel totally comfortable talking about this. We yeah, were in a meeting gonna... about RTX, and one of the potential vendors that we're gonna have at RTX is a company that makes 3D printers. Okay. Where you just like turn the printer on, it makes something out of these little cubes, and it makes a real object. And we were talking about one of the things that's possible is we might be able to print things on the floor, like make figurines, you know, based on the podcast or based on Achievement Hunter or something like that. We might even be able to get a 3D printer for the office. I look down the table as we're discussing this 3D printer and how cool it would be to have a 3D printer in the office, and Barb is like this. Barb's face is just like... <laughs> and I had to go, i gotta, I got to stop the meeting. I said, Barbara, are you thinking about using the printer to make dicks? And she turns around at the beach and goes, yeah, so many dicks. She's going to print a dildo. She's going to print. She's going to print. Nothing but no, dicks. No, not that. Just like to have around the office. Like, of course. Why not? Why not? Just decorative penises <laughs> as you do. Uh, are we set up with a wide? All right. All right. Let's, let's, let's do this, Gavin. All right. I'm going to. We're going to have a drum roll I guess something? as long as I'm not going to get disease from this. It's that sure. is minging. How was that? Go. Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Ew, your leg was all shiny from the saliva. Gus, <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? Are you going to die from that? It's because he enjoys it. <laughs> oh, it's my fetish. Oh, God. Come on. <laughs> all right, there you did it. Done. Do you feel okay? I feel great. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Tomorrow you're going to have fucking little, little sores all over your tongue. <laughs> it's not a joke, guys. I mean, that's how that stuff... No, I read. I read. It's fine. You read. Where the fuck did you According read? According to Wikipedia, this should be okay. What did you read oh, brilliant. I edited first. I'm going to say that, but uh, it should be all right. I read that it's fine to lick my herpes. It's on Yahoo Answers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the worst site on the internet, Yahoo Answers? Yeah. Are there any serious answers on Yahoo Answers, or are they all, like, troll? What's the funniest thing you've ever seen on Yahoo Answers? I don't know. Everything, whatever the most recent thing I saw on Yahoo Answers is the funniest thing I've ever seen on Yahoo Answers. Yeah, I always think that the questions, in a way, are more brilliant in how stupid they are. Yeah. More so than the answers that people troll with. Did you ever see that really famous one, um, How Are Babbies Formed, or something yeah. like that? My, I think my favorite one is, favorite. someone wanted to know... If they were pregnant and had sex, could the baby could the baby get pregnant? Worried about knocking up that unborn kid. Yeah, yeah. Like if they're pregnant with a girl and they have sex, could then the baby get pregnant as well? Like, of course. Well, if the baby's a girl, babies do have eggs, though, don't they? Yeah, let's go qualify, right? That's based in science. So I was reading. I don't know how I found this. I'm really worried when I see. Because the internet is good for tutorials and stuff. Like, people have problems. They get them fixed out. But tutorials for stuff that's really complicated is disturbing. Like, I shouldn't be able to find a tutorial for how to spay a cat. No. No. Did you find that? should be looking that up. Did you find that? Yeah. No, that's like, horrifying. Because <laughs> I imagine a vet knows exactly how to yeah. scoop out a cat. I would imagine oh, that would be high on the list of things. It's like day three of vet school, how to scoop out a cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the rule that you could find a porn or a fetish thing for anything in the yeah, world? It's 34. probably the same thing with finding out how to do yeah. anything. It's like, did you, learn that, you learned that in vet school the day after you learned how to tell the difference between a dog and a cat. <laughs> like, what am I dealing with here? Yeah, it was just weird to see it in, in detail, like, uh, exactly how you do it. I would be interesting to, like, take someone at a very young age and just don't give them an education, you know, basically just reading, and that's it, <coughs> and then just they can only learn their whole life skills from how-to videos, and that's it. Like, how, probably, probably they can learn everything they need to know about anything, just from how-to videos on the internet. Yeah, assuming that they're, they're not getting their information from, like, Yahoo, Yahoo answers. Yahoo answers. It's pretty impressive. Um, 
So I, I, I did something recently I've been wanting to tell you, Bernie. Uh-oh. Uh, this is like the highlight, I think, of my neurosis and nerdiness. Um, I don't know how I even started, but back at the beginning of 2012, I started keeping memos on my phone. So I would keep track. You want the opener? What does that mean? Like memos of what? I would keep track of every time and every day of the week that I had sex with my wife. Gus. And then I put it into a spreadsheet at the beginning of 2013 so I could track the mean number of days between sex and my probability of having sex on any given day. Probability? <laughs> yeah, so I would know, like, I'm probably not going to score tonight, so I may as well just get drunk. Or <laughs> chances are high of having sex, so I'll, uh, I'll stay sober. Are you allowed to say which days are the best? Uh, the, best day, the best day of the week was Wednesday, but Wednesday was tied with Saturday and Sunday for equal probability. Why do you think it's Wednesday? That's I such think, a random day to Yeah, be. I don't know. It, the worst day was Tuesday because I'm here. Well, yeah. I would expect Wednesday would be because you're less stressed out it's because it's the day. furthest away from it the next podcast. <laughs> it's so, uh, so then I had I had to that he knows, I, but he doesn't have a trove. I had to tell my wife this, and she looked absolutely mortified because you're a <laughs> fucking freak. She's That's like, why she's like, "Why are you doing that?" I was like, I don't know. I just started. So you did that track. at the beginning of last year. Yeah. So how many times Gosh. did you do it that year? Uh, I don't remember yeah, off the top of my head. Well, that's the uh, only thing I would remember. No, you know. Where's the spreadsheet? I'll, I'll show you the spreadsheet later. It's on my computer. Why not put the spreadsheet out now? Was it? I don't have it with me. It's on my desk. <laughs> you, don't, you don't remember that number? No, I don't remember that number. I would remember that number. Oh, you totally remember that number. That would be the only I thing I would if you told the three of us, we would all remember the number a week later. <laughs> I can guarantee that, Gus. Absolutely. So what So what happened? So did she find it or did you tell her no, about it? I told her. I was like... Did she... Because oh, <laughs> I, like, I, I was like, I have to tell someone. Like, I had this... The thing I've been working on, I thought that was really interesting and really funny. So I had to tell her, and then I had to ask for her permission to be able to talk about it on the podcast. Oh, I was going to say, it seems like the, the order of importance here is tell my partner for life, tell three million podcast <laughs> listeners. I was like, I'm telling you, is it okay if I tell a podcast? Do you remember the story about the guy who fitted that thing to this couple's bed? And every time they banged, it would auto-tweet how long it went on for. Oh, yeah, I do yeah, remember yeah. that. Whatever happened to that? I don't know. It was really fun, though. That was something that existed? Yeah. I've never heard of this before. Every time the bed would jiggle around for a few minutes, it would tweet the duration of the jiggling. Like after and it they stopped? Did, and they didn't know about it, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Genius. They knew about it. Genius. Or he just fucking made it up. He's just a guy tweeting on the or account. Or just made up yeah. the fucking. You know, novelty Twitter accounts, or it seems like when it first started, there was a big deal. Like, like it was shit that, my dad says. Yeah, like that. shit my dad says. And people all the time write me on Twitter and they ask... If you follow the Big Ben clock, why the fuck don't they write you and ask you if you follow what's the Big the, Ben what, clock? Like, I know what the Big Ben clock is, but what's the Twitter? The I Twitter account is just every hour goes bong. I do follow that. For bong, bong. It's actually useful because it... <laughs> Barbara, stop it. It's not that funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's genius. That, that's one of my... What is well, that? Well, I'm going to say it. I'm making oh. a s'mores waffle, so this that's is... Uh, pancake. This, the pancake. <laughs> waffle. <laughs> this is... Uh, uh, graham cracker with chocolate chips in it, and then I'm putting a little marshmallow thing, and I'm going to mush it over the top. Mush, mush, mush. And I'm going to give this one to Brandon. I don't know why. I think mush, Brandon mush. would like well, this. Well, it's his birthday waffle. It's his birthday, I mean, yeah. pancake. No, I know, but in particular, I'm making this one because I, I make Brandon like birthday treats. One year, Brandon, for whatever reason, he's... How old are you now, Brandon? Tell, Gus, how old are you? Brandon, how old are you? I think he's 27. He's not saying. No, that's disgusting. Friend. 27. He's okay, 27. and he, as a guy in his 20s, he still loves Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I discovered that. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is good. When we were finishing up an RVD, RVB DVD one year. How could someone not like Cinnamon Toast? Well, I made him Rice Krispie treats, but I made them with Cinnamon Toast Crunch instead of Rice Krispies. Awesome. And uh, it was pretty damn ridiculous, I have to admit. So I'm making Brandon a s'mores waffle. Do you reckon you could get... Pancake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pancake. So that's for Brandon. Yeah, yeah, this is for Brandon. Oh, hey, Brandon, God, look get at your that. pancake. Oh. I gotta get closer. So yeah, my hey, where's my Lowry? 
Get Mike Lowry out here. Mike Lowry, come get this pancake. We had an intern before. His name was his last name was Lowry, and so I started calling him Mike Lowry from Bad Boys. And now we have our new intern, um, who's right here. Say hello. Uh, over, over here. So Brandon's mesmerized by the pancake that he's going to get. That's him. That, that's why he's just an intern. <laughs> Everyone gets to know his But now I'm determined to call him Mike Lowry because. Jordan didn't have his nickname long enough. So. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't realize that till. Uh, that's that's till an insult, later. though, isn't it? I don't when, think anybody asked his name until like the when last you, day. When you get given someone else's nickname, you know you're, you know, pretty low. Well, it's a nickname for the position. Yeah, it's a new intern position. <laughs> Alan, you want a waffle? A pancake. <laughs> 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 oh, we need we need to counter on that. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure we'll end up with that here pretty soon. Do you reckon you could shove one of those in your mouth, the whole thing? Oh, no, I can show one in your mouth. <laughs> try, it. try that. Here. See if I'm you surprised you didn't say gone. Can show like a disc in your mouth. Ready? Yeah. It's really hot. Oh, go, uh, let me go again. Let me go again. That was too low. And hit the mic. Sorry for those of you listening to the audio podcast. That sound was a pancake hitting Gavin's mic. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Oh! oh! Damn, that was close. I went for fours just because it would stick, I thought. I had to stop Gavin from throwing a balloon into that pan. Oh, yeah, I wanted to but, see what would happen. No, no, no. Let us finish making the pancakes first. It'll pop, but then there's a plastic <laughs> will melt onto the grill. And we can't... Whoa. Yeah, that's... Thing. When you get this pancake mix, it, like, swells up unless you... You mean waffle mix? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> you actually had me there for a second, though. Um, <laughs> so, have you had a chance to uh, play into the Mass Effect 3 DLC? I know we've kind of talked around about it a little you bit. You have asked me to, and I went to go get it and play it last night, but when I went to go do that, uh, I found out that I don't have the discs. Oh, so, that was kind awful. of disappointing for me. Okay. And uh, So, no, they, but why don't we just talk about it, because I, I can out, ask you questions about it. They came out a while ago, so I, there's two of them that I've played. It's just uh, going to get spoilerish before you start this conversation. Yes, but they're old DLCs from, like, August and October, I think, so... Right. People should have played them by now. I'm not worried about it. Leviathan and Omega. I see Omega was more recent. I think Omega was in November or December. But anyway. So, um, Omega, you help retake um, Omega for with Arya. She recruits you and you go in. You have to like take it back from Cerberus. So it's very Arya is the... Uh Remember, she used to always hang out at the uh, nightclub. I, I, I'm so out of this now. What are the names of the... Asari. Aliens? Asari, thank you. Yeah, she was the Asari who, okay. who ran Omega. So you have to help her go back and you storm it. It's very, like, combat-heavy. You have to, like, throw Cerberus out. Uh, that was, it was an okay DLC. But Leviathan was more interesting to me because it addressed some key questions we had always had about the Reapers. Um, so in Leviathan, you actually meet one of the aliens that the Reapers look is based on. Ah. So it's one of the species that they archived. It's the species that created the Reapers in the first place. Oh, wow, that would make sense. Yeah. And so they're, they're like giant underwater creatures that look like squid. And uh, they and were... Actually, we just talked for people listening to the podcast that didn't listen to the Mass Effect spoiler cast. We actually like the ending of Mass yeah, Effect. Yeah, I'm totally fine we're, with it for Mass Effect 3. a couple weirdos, apparently, out there. And, we like it, so... And, um... So, yeah, these are the creatures that made the Reapers initially to help them catalog organic life. And then the Reapers eventually became sentient on their own and decided that, that they catalog them was to catalog. wipe them out every now and then so that they wouldn't kill each other. Oh, I see. That makes sense. So they, they just harvest them and then collect them. And so the original species was essentially they were just going to catalog all the species in the universe, but then the Reapers made the decision to catalog them as well and archive them. Archive essentially. them. Essentially. 
So that's why the Reapers look the way they do, which is what we had always wondered from the very beginning. Because they always said, especially in Mass Effect 2, when they said they were making a human Reaper, we were like, why the fuck are they doing that? That came out of nowhere at the end of Mass Effect 2. It's yeah. like, oh, they're making a human Reaper. It's like, what the? F- what does that mean? And it made sense way later in context, but I don't know why everyone kind of took that in stride. Right. Like, that was a much bigger deal to me than the Mass Effect 3 ending. What would that human Reaper would have, what would it have gone on to do? Reap? <laughs> <laughs> well, what they do is they take, like, uh, the collectors were taking all a bunch of humans and collecting them up, and they basically archive the top species, and they turn them into Reapers, so they live from one iteration of this, like, build the, the universe up, destroy the, or just build the galaxy up, destroy the galaxy, you yeah. know? And that's how the Reapers then become, like, this archive of, but, but... That being said, you never see a different kind of Reaper. No, it's just those original-looking yeah. Reapers. I mean, I guess they're maybe out there in space somewhere. Like, I, this, this process of where they go and they come back, why don't they just hang out until people discover fashion like travel, and they're like, oh, what are these things? Oh, shit, they killed me. It's like exploring an MMO. Like, you, get to a, you unlock a new zone, you get there, and you're instantly dead. It has a skull over like, it. Oh, shit. <laughs> but have you ever had that phenomenon of, like, where you're watching something, and there's literally something that does not make sense? That happens in it, and everyone else just seems to be taking it in stride. I I think plot is the least important thing in, a video in most game? stuff. Like when I watch something like a movie, yeah, it's as opposed to other things with plot. If there's, watch. if there's pretty giant plot holes, I can easily look over that. I'm I'm way more impressed by visuals and how gripped I am. But if there's like a situation where it's like, why the why would that happen? So what about I, I just bre- I'll go over it. Avatar. Avatar. A lot of people knocked it because the plot was pretty unoriginal, but visually it was beautiful. So, yeah. what do you think of that movie? I liked it. I liked Avatar too. I don't yeah. agree with what Gavin's saying, but I liked Avatar yeah. just fine. Yeah, you're a writer. I, I, of course, I would, <laughs> you I wouldn't just, agree with that. I just wouldn't let a plot hole ruin a movie for me. Yeah. Well, uh, there's people. Well, I mean, a lot of people. You say it would ruin the movie, but there's a lot of people who picking apart a movie is the way that they enjoy it. For example, Inception. Right. Yeah. He can't see his kids. He can't. He's not allowed back into the U.S. Right. Right. He's a criminal. And on the flight to the U.S., that's where he has to complete the thing. Otherwise, he'll just get arrested as soon as he lands right. to see his kids. Why didn't you just meet his kids somewhere else? Because that, well, that's one of the things that makes it kind of odd is that there's rules that don't make sense at that level. Because, spoiler, if you have not seen Inception, um, there, you're not supposed to know if that's, a real, if that's a dream world or the real world. So there theoretically should be some things that are a little inconsistent, but based on something. Like the fact that he can't see his kids. So I, the, I the, you, the ending is ambiguous as yeah. to whether or not he's actually dreaming at that point. Yeah, I can give you, I can give you a good example of this. So, uh, my, and this is leading to another story too, because uh, it's my ex-wife Jordan, which I, I had a really weird thing happen on on Facebook. Another thing where I posted a picture of my girlfriend, and I guess somebody didn't know I was divorced, and like, oh, sco- no. like freaked out on that. But that, anyway, that's someone that you know. No, no, just some random person. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. Anyway, but, um, and it was actually a couple people, because they just, it's weird the way information proliferates, but um, Jordan, my ex now, at the time we were married, and we went to go see From Dusk Till Dawn. God, so long ago, we might have been dating at the time. But um, it was, for those of you who don't know who Dusk Till Dawn, it starts off for like the first 45 minutes of being like a gangster, kind of dark Quentin Tarantino movie. They go to a bar where there's vampires in the bar. The sun sets, and out come the vampires. Jordan had no clue. Everyone else knew they were going to see a vampire movie. <laughs> had no fucking idea. So the sun sets, Selma Hayek comes out, bites the guy's neck, and everything goes crazy, and they're fighting <laughs> vampires for like 20 minutes. And she's like, when the fuck is somebody going to mention the fact that this is completely, <laughs> this movie has completely changed? She had no idea. 
She didn't know what she was going in to see at all. That That's happened a, to me recently. What and was it? I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for this, but I had never seen Boogie Nights, and I didn't know what it was about. I had assumed it was something similar to Saturday Night Fever or something of the sort, where they were dancing a lot. And I don't know if you guys have seen Boogie Nights. Oh, yeah. But it's all about, like, drugs and porn and all this stuff. So I'm just watching this movie. I was in San Diego, and I was watching it. And I'm just like, so when do they start the dancing? <laughs> this is getting really weird. <laughs> this is a really graphic <laughs> yeah. sex scene for a dance movie. So I was disappointed. But I still enjoyed that That's movie. That's a great movie. I love great. that scene with the firecrackers. Yeah. Where they're going to they're gonna rob the drug dealer. God, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's such a tense scene. And it's too bad because Paul Thomas Anderson, we went, you and I went and saw... The Master? The Master. Same director. Yeah. And so what, what did you like better, The Master or Boogie Nights? Boogie Nights. Yeah. I did not really enjoy The Master, to be honest. No. It was hard. One of the you never connect to anybody in that movie. Well, I think you do connect with people in that movie, but only because you spend so much goddamn screen time with two people. It's true. It's yeah. like sitting next to someone on a really long flight and trying to avoid talking to them, but then you're <laughs> like, oh, you know a bit of fucking life story. Yep. One of the worst things is when... Because sometimes you have a good film, a sequel will come out and it'll be tossed, it'll be a load of rubbish. But usually it's like slightly different crew, maybe a different person wrote it. Yeah. I hate it when the same people make a shit sequel. Like, I like Rush Hour and Rush Hour 2. I thought they were decent movies. And then Brett Ratner, the same guy, makes Rush Hour 3. Which one was 3? The shit one in Paris. Oh, right, okay. Just really bad and just, just crap. Taken and Taken 2. Taken 2 is awful. But I think it's written by the same dude. And it actually makes Taken 1 worse. Someone pancake? Hey, Shane, you want a white chocolate macadamia? No, you're Alan's going to grab it. You even want the white chocolate one? There you go. That's for Alan. Oh, yeah. Alan, but can you eat that? Alan's our biz dev guy, and he eats uh, paleo. Don't you eat paleo? Which is, yeah, you can eat it. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> right. yeah, you know what paleo is? Paleo diet? It's like the caveman diet, Caveman right? diet. You only eat what, like, you can kill or pick up off the ground, basically. Nothing processed. Did you kill that? I got this off a pancake tree. <laughs> In the you shrove. In the pancake shrove. <laughs> I still want to know, if someone knows what the fuck a shrove is or the origin of shrove, uh, tweet it at us, then we'll, uh, <laughs> good we'll read it. Uh, Gus has surprisingly good reflexes. Gus is good at catching. He was telling me the story about the Jose Cruz ball, because I was getting <laughs> caught up on some podcast stories. And he got told about... I got another Jose Cruz ball back there now, by the way. Yeah. The, uh, but he was telling the story about how he caught the, the Jose Cruz threw him. I knew who Jose Cruz growing up as well. And he threw him the ball in practice. And Gus caught it and kept it for like a couple years. The most amazing part of that story to me was the fact that someone threw him a baseball and he caught he it. He caught it, yeah. Like I had to ask him. And you know, he definitely caught the ball. You know, I played literally... I played baseball from the time I was like six, I think, to the time I was like 16. What happened? Yeah. Uh, Is that the only sport you ever played? Yeah. Okay. I got to play, like, basketball or soccer with friends, but that doesn't count. We got pretty good uh, around here playing basketball because oh, we had a basketball on. goal up back. We got okay. I mean, it wasn't like him and Jack playing tennis. That was miserable. Well, we had to eventually start playing a modified version of basketball here at the office because one time after a thunderstorm, the goal fell over and the backboard broke off. So we just had the stand with the hoop up so in the air. Netball. So we had to play with no backboard. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it was really difficult. Yeah, yeah that's The sucked. first time I think I visited this office is when you guys had the basketball hoop up. And I played against Jeff and Joel, I want to say. I was kicking their ass. So, just going to say it. Bring it on. Did you play? Yeah. Right? I used to play. Ba- I played basketball for six years. Man, Lindsay posted a photo of herself. I forget where she posted it. Real fast, sorry. The word shrove is the past tense of the English verb shrive, which means to obtain absolution for one's sins. Confess. Hmm. So it is related to 
Lent, I guess, or Fat Tuesday. There you go. Nah. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so you're saying Lindsay posted a photo? Lindsay posted a photo of herself in high school where she was playing... Uh, baseball. Softball. Yeah, oh. girls play softball in America, typically. Oh. Sorry. Typically. Jesus. I yeah. don't know that, yeah. I'm not sexist. That's just the way shit is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> don't, fucking, don't put that on me. But uh, in, in this photo, she's like, she's hitting the ball with the bat, and her fucking arm, she's like got good guns, She's dude. athletic. Yeah, it was, that was pretty impressive, man. She even she even commented. She goes, "Wow, this is back when I had what'd you say, Lindsay? Like bi- biceps, like a like an arm wrestler or something like that, or a bear wrestler." A tank. I'm totally guessing that. By the way, <laughs> I don't think she said that at all. <laughs> Arms like Sammy Sosa. Arms like Sammy, Sammy Sosa, Sosa, who not many people know wrestled bears apparently. <laughs> so, most famous bear wrestler. Of you let me read this here. Uh, I want to remind everyone that this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature. Featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook to consider is Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. So for a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. That's audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. I know I feel that like we've talked about Bossy Pants before, and there's a bunch of other books you can uh, try out. Like, again, Game of Thrones is starting up really soon. It's a good time to get... You can get those books also on Audible. Check them out. Get caught up. I really want to watch that get show. Get into the show. Have you not seen it? I've not seen any of Game of Thrones, and it's the one show that I've been meaning to actually I thought I was going to hate that show. It seems so dumb to me. Me too. But uh, I started watching it, like, instantly pulled me I've in. I haven't heard of a single person who doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. I just need people to show me pilots. Like, you show me the pilot for Breaking Bad. I love that show. Bernie showed me Game of Thrones. I need, to, I need to have someone shove a TV show in my face. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I just don't think I'll ever get around to it. I'm going to do that with a show that I finally started watching after so many people recommended, and that's Archer. And I must have watched like six episodes back-to-back. The back animated to back. show. The animated show. <clears throat> it's just, it's so fast. The dialogue in it is so fast and just so ridiculous that you'd love it. Mm-hmm. I, you, know, you know, I've always loved dysfunctional characters just talking over the top of each other, and that's basically what that is. Do you like Always Sunny? Yeah, that's why I like Joel. Basically. <laughs> that's like the podcast a little bit. Uh, yeah, Always Sunny is back. Uh, have you been, hold, hold, actually hold that thought? I want to look up something really quick because we were talking about Mass Effect. I want to see if Audible has. Yeah, they have the Mass Effect books, and then oh, let me great. see here too. The they have a lot of. I think they have all the Halo ones as well. Yeah, I'm looking up the Halo books right now. So it's like it's always interesting to go and look at you know the expanded universe. Essentially, some of these games that you play, um, and Halo in particular, especially if you. We're kind of wanting to catch up on some of the stuff that took place in Halo 4. It wasn't exactly clear to you story-wise. <laughs> the books are great. Like, read Cryptum. So when I was at um, the Dice Summit last week, I sat in on a talk given by Frank O'Connor and Kiki Wolfkill. Yeah. I love that greatest name, so name ever. Great, great name. Uh, and they you know talk- she races cars, too? Does she? Yeah. That's She's awesome. so hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, talked about, they talked about that, about <laughs> building the expanded universe and how you have to weave this narrative that pays off for people well-versed in the entire universe, but that still makes sense for people who don't read the books or all this additional stuff. So when you play the game, if you've never read the books, you'd have to explain what the didact is, but if you've read the books, like, you relearned who the didact is, and now you know you have Absolutely. to identify this And the this librarian, mm-hmm. too? Yeah, that's huge. And the, is the first one Cryptum? Is that the first of the... Um, I, don't, I don't know. Four Runner head. series? I think so. The Karen Travis books? I think that one is Greg Bear. Okay, Greg Bear. Right. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, definitely read it. Also, I'd recommend, too, for uh, people who have not yet done this, if you watch the Terminal videos that are in Halo 4, they're amazing. Have you watched them yet? 
Yeah. Yeah, they're they're great. I mean, yeah. they, that really puts the whole story of Halo Four in context. Mm-hmm. All of the the side stuff in Halo in the Halo games are great. I love the terminal stuff. Halo Three terminals I thought were really good too. Like the Easter eggs in Spartan the, Ops. Those I, are my yeah, favorite. great. Um, the the terminals in uh, Halo Anniversary Edition were also uh, yeah pretty revealing. Yeah, ahead of, uh, they were really good. Ahead of uh, Halo Did you 4. see that they played Jeff's Easter egg on the Howard Stern show? That's pretty yeah. awesome, right? That was really awesome. He must have had like a meltdown. That's a life goal for him. Yeah, yeah. Because he loves the Howard Stern. Well, he's show. on. He's on the Stern show, saying "Baba Booey," yeah. you know. And so he's actually, uh, like I say, it was Allison Stroll at three four three when I was writing him. She, I hope it's okay to say this. She goes, she goes. I'm not gonna tell you what to write. I just want a Baba Booey reference to something. And I said, okay, I can do that. So I of course wrote Jeff saying a Griff, mm-hmm. you know. Because it made the most sense, and it got on, and then they played on the Stern show. That was amazing. That's, that's awesome. Really cool. You know, that's actually the second time that Howard Stern has mentioned us. Because of the I Like Me t-shirt. The right? I Like Me t-shirt, yep. Yeah, one of the guys was wearing it and uh, came in, and Howard Stern said that was the funniest fucking shirt he'd ever seen. Like, <laughs> should have sent him one. The best well, the problem is, I don't get too much into this, but the guy that had the shirt on is known for just being super inarticulate. His name is J.D., and, uh, oh, it was JD that was wearing it. Yeah, he was wearing was it. Funny. And he came in, and Howard said, what does your shirt say? It says, I like me on it. And I was listening to the radio. I was like, oh, my God. And he says, where did you get that? And I was like, they're going to fucking say the name of our show on Howard Stern. And sure enough, it's the most inarticulate guy on there. He basically just goes, uh, it's, uh, it's like, uh, I don't know, it's like a, some kind of it's like a internet thing. <laughs> oh, it was such a letdown, man. That was a great so JD impression as well. It's exactly how he talks. <laughs> well, I listen to the show a lot. I'm a big fan of the show, so yeah, it was it was a really cool moment to have that. So um, I mentioned that you know I saw Kiki and um, Frank at Dice, uh, which is in Las Vegas. So when I went there last week, I went with uh, Barbara and Alan, and it was Barbara's first time ever going to Las Vegas. Sure was. So, it was overwhelming. Yeah, like, I, I don't think you understood. Like, I told you how crazy it is that you land and the airport is right next to the strip. Yeah. Like, you land next to, like, all of the crazy casinos and buildings. Yeah, and it's like a, less than a five-minute cab ride. Well, the hard, that's the way it is for the Hard Rock. Isn't that where you guys stayed? No, we yeah. stayed uh, down the road. Okay. Well, the weird thing about Vegas is it takes 20 minutes to go to your hotel, but it only takes two minutes to go from your hotel to the airport. You ever notice that? Yeah. Like, the cab ride is so it's, I think it's just I think it's, I think it's anticipation on your part. You're like, oh. No, they, they go a totally different way when they're going to the hotel. Alan's over there nodding. I yeah, know they'll, Alan, t- they'll take Alan you back goes way. a lot. Yeah, they take you on the back way. But then when you go, you can look at some Google Maps. When you go, you just go down the strip, take a left, and you're at the airport. So I think the problem is a lot of times the strip has bad traffic. When we landed, actually, this is the first time I've ever been to Vegas, where when we landed, going from the airport to our hotel, they drove right down the strip. There's also nobody in the taxi line at the airport. Yeah, that would that is really bizarre. But we landed like on a, a Tuesday at like 3 p.m., yeah, so it's not true. like a prime time. But I had never experienced anything like Vegas where everybody, it's just like a giant tourist attraction. Everywhere you go, everyone's happy and on vacation. And Most drunk. people are happy. Most people are happy. Some people in casinos are not so happy. If you have a bad time in Vegas, you're having a bad time. Yeah. I, had I, mean, a great, yeah. I had a great time in we, Vegas. Uh, we taught Barbara how to play craps. And she was at the table all fucking night. Yeah. Like, I, 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 was like, I was, like, exhausted. I was like, I'm going to bed, Barbara. I can't step in. We're just like, all right, I'm going to keep playing. <laughs> at one point, me and Gus were playing, and he was the shooter. And I was up, I think, 500 bucks. And I was like, Gus, I've never said this to you Shane? before, but I love you. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, had a, you had a really great run there. Yeah. So did you end on? There you go. Thanks, dude. I, uh, so I won a lot of money, and then I lost some. And then I won some, and then I lost them again, and I ended the trip by breaking even. 
So <laughs> what I hear, that's actually very good for your first trip in Vegas. Yeah, I would. Because I went in expecting. Well, think about this: you got all that entertainment and fun, and it didn't cost. I you. did, and there was a guy at one of the craps tables we were at. There always is. Who I think. Not just saying this to be narcissistic. I think he was in love with me. Yeah, that guy. That guy would not stop like looking at you and talking to you. Yeah. We call we called him perm guy. Not to be narcissistic though. <laughs> he was in love with him. At one point, Gus is like Barbara and that guy sitting. <laughs> <in the laughs> Barbara and that guy. Yeah. It was before we dubbed him perm guy. I, call, I was calling oh, yeah. him that guy. Yeah. So what was it? What was, why didn't it work out for you two? The perm? opposite ends of the table. Yeah. He, he was playing the pass line. He was not, playing not the don't pass. Twitter followers. He was, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of this. He, he was one of those typical Vegas guys who you could tell was just a huge douchebag. Also, he was smoking, which... You guys didn't tell him what you do for a living, did you? Because he's probably <laughs> watching right now. <laughs> no, I didn't know. See, I, I never get attention like that unless it's from dudes. Do you ever get that? Do you ever get attention from guys? What do you mean? Yeah, like, like guys, guys that are attracted to you. Gavin, just just look at our female fan base. They're all in love with you. Come on. Yeah, I don't meet any of these people. I, well, the you're only, going to. The only people RTX. that hit on me are, are dudes. I was on set once. We were on a cooking show. And um, it was like a three-month shoot. We were, this guy was cooking all these recipes and doing the talking. But I only had to do the slow motion, so I was in there for two days. And the camera was in, in the front of him while he was, like, flipping pancakes and stuff like this. Uh-huh. Oh, He's going to fix your mic. They're going to fix Gavin's mic. I will continue the story. We have, a, we have a little whiteboard right. that's off screen, and they're yelling at Gavin via the whiteboard right now. <laughs> Point your mic at your face. Thanks. So um, the camera is, is looking at him, and I'm attached to the camera with a cable looking at what the camera sees, but I'm off to the side. Um, so I'm, like, focusing the camera and then seeing if the shot's all right, and then he's flipping the pancake. But in between all the takes, he, he was always looking to the side on the screen. I was like, what is he looking at? Oh, he's looking at me. So I could, he didn't know I could see what the camera was seeing. Because I guess he didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And uh, I could just see him whenever we were between takes. He was just staring at me. And then at lunch, the director came over and <laughs> said that this TV chef, he's, uh, he's got a real thing for you. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a big fan. <laughs> a big fan? <laughs> and apparently uh, this, chef, this chef, he's probably like 50. He goes up to the director and goes, who is that young man? He's beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And, I, and then it all, it all made sense because... In between takes as well, he would like cook me up these little nibbles and stuff. Like, what do you think of this one? I'd be like, "Well, it's great." And I was just waffling. Yeah. I didn't realize it was flirting until it was too late. Until it was too late. Yeah, like it was like you couldn't do anything late. about it. Too you're, late. you're like gone home. You're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, so I could turn this off. My chance. So he was already in love with me at this point, and I could see that he was staring at me. So it was pretty obvious at that point. Anyway, so I'm only there for two days, but the whole shoot is three months long. Why? And what the hell kind of shoot was three months long? It, they, they did a ton of episodes where he oh, was, I see, and, okay. and then shoot all around the all around the world like he's the cooking stuff. feature. Yeah, there was actually time slice on this cooking show. Like he would flip a pancake, it would whoosh around him in bullet time, and then our slow mo camera would That's pick not up. That's not true. Yeah, it's true. It was a pretty high budget cooking <laughs> show. Anyway, so this was this this guy's first time being on TV. He's known among all the TV chefs as like one of the best cooks, but um, he's kind of nervous in front of the camera. So every time this is after I left because yep. I only there two days. Was he so, good kisser? He was. T- <laughs> He was doing all these recipes, but apparently they couldn't get him to look up at the camera enough because he, was, he would always talk and like look down and like, we need you to look into the lens. You like should have been standing by the camera. He would have looked up all the time. So the producer went online and went onto my Facebook and no. printed out my profile picture and taped it to the matte box on the top of the camera to get him to look to the thing, which I thought was a pretty funny story. That's so pretty ridiculous, dude. You were wow. used. Did you, get, <laughs> did you get extra salary for that? No. And, on, and about... <laughs> Six or seven months later, this was probably Christmas time, someone got my mum his cookbook, Are you which serious? had just come out, 
I was like, that's pretty weird. You're like, that's the dude I banged on set. <laughs> and in, in, the front page the, in the front page of the book, he's got all his thanks and stuff. So it's like, thanks to the lighting guy, Billy. And these are all people who have been on set with him for three months. It's like an experience for them. And he lists all these names. And at the end, it just says, and Gavin. And Gavin. My rock. Did he butter your muffin? He butted all of my muffins. So do you find that a lot of Thanks, Lindsay. Uh, gay guys are attracted to you? Yeah, yeah it's, it's always on set. There's a lot nah, of gay bullshit. on set. There was bullshit. Once. That's you projecting. Yeah, that's, there, that's totally that's you projecting. projecting. That's once. something the straight guys do all the time. We're like, oh, it's a gay guy. He must be in love with me. There was once a gay medic on set. And he was, you know, doing the... Once again, didn't know he was flirting. I'd been confused. And then he started testing out all his ambulance equipment on me. He was like, hey, look, go, lean on this thing. And he was like strapping me to the emergency stretcher and stuff. You're I was like, on this mask, Mark. <laughs> deep. Yeah. Let me practice CPR on you. Yeah, it's weird. I get a lot of dude attention. So what's he practicing on you with ambulance equipment? I don't know. We were just... You they're don't know. They're, they're, didn't bother to ask. No, no. He's going to do a medical just procedure on me. What else? I, I went from, like... doctor. I went from... I had to go and get a cable. I gave the cable. And he was like, come over here. And all of a sudden, I'm strapped to a stretcher that's being like wheeled out the back of an ambulance and I was like what, what am I doing how do I get into this situation <laughs> I'm going to ask the same thing you can't even tell us how you got into this situation yeah I don't know I just agreed to stuff it's weird I just agreed to stuff <laughs> it's weird I think I'm an ex-girlfriend who said that I have a friend <laughs> I have a friend who watches all the like Rooster stuff podcasts and everything and she goes man Gavin must get a lot of action in the states and I'm like yeah he doesn't really hit on anyone he doesn't really go out he's kind of shy they're like, no way. She's like, yeah, he doesn't want to, you know, go out and ask no, a girl dude. out unless he's full of bevs. Girls are scary. They're terrifying. Well, like, we, we have established Gavin's uh, M.O., which is highest possible results with the least amount of effort, effort put forward Absolutely. as possible. You have to weigh it up. I have spreadsheets of my own. <laughs> <laughs> How's Wednesday look for you? How's that really, out? really bad. Gus, that is really, that's really, something's wrong with that. So, like, would you <laughs> would you update this weekly, or would you... Not daily. Like, nightly? Like, would you wait till the next day to update? Yeah. After she's asleep, you just How, be like... Gus, can I ask you a question? How detailed was an event? Was it a checkbox? No, no, it was just it was just like a... It, it, binary, one or zero. Yes or no. That's it. Yeah. So, can I see this? We'll Insertion qual- or not. Right. Does that qualify? <laughs> like, is there, like, a thing where it's, like, a level that you're not... You're not counting it as sex? Because, um, no. trust me, let me like, tell you. It, she counted every time. <laughs> that it doesn't matter what level you hit at. It's 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 either happening or it's not. I don't know. I think it's pretty clear. So you think for a girl keeping the same spreadsheet that like a blowy would be a, a one? You uh, yeah. Basically, you case, yeah. you mark the spreadsheet if you spread your cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I just wanted to work the word spread Classy. in there. <laughs> so all class. So all the time. so you'd wait till the next day and you'd update like where would you update at work? Whenever. It's on my <sighs> phone. I kept it like I said on a memo. My lord. Yeah, why do you do that? Like, do you consider... It's on your phone. It was. I deleted it. I only did it for 2012. You deleted it? Only for 2012. Yeah. Because I was like, I went in one year worth of data. You should do it again for 2013. You didn't delete. You didn't delete. You didn't delete anything. I did, because I wanted to make sure Give me your goddamn phone. Yeah, this is... Give me your goddamn phone. I deleted it. Give it to me. And it's... What are you recording this on? You're recording it on, like, notepad? Yeah. Bullshit. Is bullshit because that's not you wouldn't be able to process that data. That's not good enough for you. I copy. Well, you can copy and paste it. I copy and paste it into Excel using a ta- uh, space delimiter. Oh, who's bullshit now? <laughs> are you proud of this? Are you? Yeah. Are you really working that Absolutely. angle? Absolutely. You're the one calling me a liar. It's fucking sweet. No, I'm calling you weird. <laughs> I'm not calling you well, a liar. I'm not that. So were you disappointed if you if if Wednesday was coming up and you're like, and it didn't happen? Were you like? 
Yeah. 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 I want somebody. Uh, no, I'm still. Eat a s'mores while I'm on camera. I want to see if that's good. That's good or not. It's a pancake. God damn it. You know this. <laughs> I hope there's a drinking game going on between the watchers right now every time you say waffle instead of pancake. Oh, my God. I hope so, too, because everyone's drunk by now. So do we have any other funny stories from Vegas? We went to that uh, sushi samba place and had the most delicious Kobe beef, I think. So well, even before we get to that, we, had, uh, we went to this new steakhouse. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like right next she. to the Aria. It's called She. Uh, it's run by the people who do uh, Morton's Steakhouse. And uh, so they, they sell steaks, but they also have like a runway platform through the middle of the restaurant and they have girls come up in costumes and like model and dance they dance for about 30 minutes each and then they like go off stage change and another girl comes on and like models and dances it's they like stare at you too yeah yeah they really like if they catch your eye and you're looking at them they will like they, stare they you down they mad dog you yeah it was really weird that is kind of strange meat steak and women right? it, it went well it did? Yeah. I think at one point Alan said, like, I'm, this is very appetizing meat, and this is very appetizing meat. Take it easy. <laughs> everybody, calm everybody, down. everybody calm down. You don't need to go tell people what people said. <laughs> that's, that's not what the podcast is I about. I said it. I'm just kidding. Everybody take it easy. How many Twitter followers do they have? <laughs> <laughs> I went to a cool bar that was at uh, Caesars, I think. And we uh, it was a bar where they had shadow dancers. You saw that place, didn't you? When, man, I, I was in Vegas, I think, like, for... I felt like like two or three weeks. Yeah. Because we went for New Year's, and Gavin and I went with Dan from Slow Mo Guys, Dan Gushy. Dan the man. <laughs> uh, did, we, did we tell the story about how Dan can't order food? Yeah. 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 Good fucking idiot. <laughs> Very lovable idiot. Uh, I refused to take the money, too. I returned the money. Dan, if Gavin did not give you back the money for those drinks, he took it. How am I going to give him? I'm 6,000 miles. Ah, uh, truth comes out. <laughs> truth comes out. You can have mailed it to him. Yeah. Mm. Transfer PayPal. funds. PayPal. PayPal. This is very good, by the way. Is that good? Does it, does it taste like a s'more? Does it taste like graham cracker? And it's just, nope. It's just a lot of marshmallow. <laughs> it tastes like a waffle with finds. marshmallow in it. Marshmallow. <laughs> Pancake. It's not waffle tea. Do you find you just find money in PayPal? Sometimes. Like, finding yeah. money is always great. It's like free money. Any money that you've forgotten about and then find again, mm-hmm. it's bonus money. Well, it's always got to eat this. Lots of times, uh, it's from, like, returns. Like, you buy something with PayPal, you return it, you forget. Yeah. And, like, the money's just sitting there in PayPal. Like, what's, oh, yeah, that's right, I've got, I've got like, 20 bucks here. It's for you. It's awesome. Thanks. It's always a good feeling. I don't yeah, have a personal PayPal account. One, one time when I was a kid, ah. I must have been, like, I must have been like 10 years old. I found a $20 bill at the grocery store. I thought it was like the greatest moment in like a 10-year-old's life. I was like, I've got so much money. It's like, I can never spend all this. When the PS3 came out, I couldn't afford one. And um, I waited probably a year, and then I tried to buy one used on eBay. And I bid it on one successfully for £145. And I went to pay for it with PayPal, and I had £146 just sat in that account. Oh, I didn't yeah. know about I was like, perfect. It was free. It was That's, a free like the That's uh, something I love about being a Canadian is that Every winter when you put on your winter jacket for the first time, you always find cash in there. Like, there's always, there's money, always there's like always a $20 bill closet. from something you left over. Uh-oh, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. No. Don't. You're a guy. Don't. <laughs> I can hear in the other room shouting, no. I got that. Um, do we not? All right. We all want to see what happens, right? No, we, we don't. know what will happen. But I want to see it. Save it for a slow-mo guys episode. <laughs> That's a great idea. That's a great um, idea. Uh, oh, shit. I was going to say, um, Bungie finally started tweeting that they're going to announce information about their next game, Destiny. Didn't they have an ARG going or something? Yeah, it just started, and they're going to announce. Destiny. They're going to make full information, or they're going to make some information about the game available on the seventeenth. It was very cool seeing all those screenshots from ODST where they there's Destiny screens, awaits. Destiny awaits. Or something mm-hmm. like that. So that's Good. coming up on the seventeenth, and supposedly Sony's going to have some kind of announcement on the twentieth. 
speculation is that it'll be like a PS4 announcement. Dun, dun, dun. It's pretty uh, poorly kept secret, isn't it? Because Unless it's like something totally different. They announced the PS3 on that same date. Mm. Like the exact same date. And it's like there's other uh, like coincidences along with that too. Coincidences, similarities between that. So, But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, the thing that, looking forward to next generation, the only thing that I'm upset about is the fact that the Wii U is actually a good platform and I think people are just going to miss it completely. Because it's got doesn't have enough good games on it, and it's probably not gonna. I have that is feeling. How much Wii U? I think it's like three twenty for the big unit, and then like two ninety nine for the one that's only four gigs. I have no freaking clue what you would what you store on it at all. I don't have any idea. Hmm. Well, you can. They have like a. Here, I'll look it up. You can buy games online through like a virtual store, right? Like download games on demand. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? So that's probably. But then you can probably just. I mean, isn't, doesn't it really come down to what color you want in your house? Then you buy that one and get an upgrade for the memory unit. The different colors don't come in different sizes? No, the black is the better one and the white is the cheaper one. That's really dumb. And I have the, I know because I have the white one. That's racist. Beca- because I have the white one. <laughs> I feel bad talking about this. Uh, because it was just the one that was available before Christmas. Mm. That particular day that I went to look at it. I bought it because I thought for sure it was hardware. It was going to be out of stock. But man, that thing doesn't seem to be selling very well. They're that everywhere. thing is on shelves everywhere. Do they all look alike? The wheat. <laughs> oh my god! I see, I see, I see, I see what you're doing. <laughs> yes, the white ones all look alike. Hey, there's Joe. Oh yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Joe's retirement. So Joe is going to retire next week, and you'll see that we gave him a gold. That is creepy. That is unbelievably creepy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Joe's not here. He's superimposed. I don't know why we had to ruin that illusion immediately. Joe is sleeping on his bed. Over there, and so the, the tech team decided to superpose him, so and that cute. works really fucking it looks well. Really yeah. good. And it's the really fact good. that he's in the same room means he responds to noise we make when we slam stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but Joe is officially being retired next week. Uh, he's going to come and live with me in my new house. He's wearing a little. Uh, you gave him his uh, his uh, retirement present a little early. Yeah, well, you're supposed to get a gold watch when you retire, but Joe's got a bling like gold collar. If we can cut back to the wide where Joe Joe is sitting. What angle is that? Oh, I think they, they zoomed oh. out because I was flipping pancakes mm. and getting close. So. Yeah. Joe. Yeah. Let's see do, Joe. Do the Joe. Nope. No, I guess we're not going to do that. I hate too much effort. <laughs> <laughs> we blew it. It was expensive every second, so we, we yeah. spent all our budget now. So I was just looking on Twitter at what people were asking about, and somebody asked me about a story apparently I told a long time ago uh, but didn't finish, which was Matt, who was on the podcast like four weeks ago. Four weeks ago? Five oh, 200. Weeks? Yeah, yeah, podcast 200. Uh, Matt, when we were in college one time, made the stupidest claim and he has stuck with it to this day is that he says that red cotton shirts are softer than all other kinds of shirts because it's just red cotton is softer and he believes that firmly believes that like red cotton well, is where does red cotton. come from who the fuck knows what do you mean Wouldn't where does red come from oh. <laughs> oh my god sorry that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know for those of you watching the audio podcast they just superimposed joe on the video much bigger triple than the, the rest size of us. he was before that that's why he's got a retired cat He's, he's catastrophic. They were also pretty happy back there. But you can see Joel's, uh, Joe's, uh, I keep calling him Joel, Joe's uh, bling collar. Hey, Joel some waffles. All right. Hey, Alan, how is that macadamia nut awesome. pancake? All right, I'm going to make another one. Awesome. All right. So, but, like, every so, color has to come from somewhere, right? It's dyed. Gavin, what yeah, but do where, you where mean? Where do they get what it? What do you mean? What do you mean? Right, okay, so, so. Where does red dye come from? No, no, no. Yeah. Well, you're asking what colors <laughs> come from now. Okay, so there's cave dudes all around. Cave Go ahead. Men and women. 
someone's like, I want a red cup. What's Probably a cave woman, let's be honest. Because the guy wouldn't care what color cup Someday. he has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. But where did they get it? Where, where was the first red? Why do you assume they have a red cup? First of all, I don't know. Where have you ever seen red? red in nature? Yeah? That's where it comes from. Right. So... <laughs> That's it. That's the whole answer. There's no other answer. They just grind up the things that are red. So <laughs> I, I, I want to say, you, you know red food coloring? Yeah. And uh, cr- correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure it's red. The only way, like red food coloring is a very difficult color to make and make it edible. Oh, and I want to say the only source for red food dye is like this one specific beetle uh, that, from South, Af- South America that they have to like grind up and extract oh. the red color from it. Oh, because it's uh, it. it's edible <laughs> and uh, it's the only thing that'll make Call me crazy. Isn't red. blood red? I mean, yeah, but I, I think you can. What they do is they scrape shingles. Blood. <laughs> they scrape shingles off of Gus's leg. Oh, that's bad. disgusting. Blood dries kind of brown there. Doesn't it? What? Blood's brown when it's dry. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but isn't food coloring wet? I mean, isn't that the whole point of it? Well, so, by the way, what is red velvet? And why is red velvet in everything now? It's just red chocolate, right? Chocolate that's dyed red. Yeah, it's right. It's chocolate, isn't right. it? Yeah. And they just act like it's not, like it's something that's red, red-flavored. What is that? I think, I think it's just red, a red chocolate cake. It seems like every couple of years they invent something that, I, that you've never seen before, but then it's everywhere all of a sudden. Like red velvet. I'm sure red velvet existed before, but it's like now it's in fucking everything. Or tilapia. That was going to say tilapia. <laughs> yeah, tilapia's Wait, like from nowhere. I don't even eat fish. There's and red velvet tilapia? Yes. You never had it? It's <laughs> delicious. No. What's up? Hey, Joe. Yeah, I can't really hold him because I'm yeah, careful waffles. with the, the, the griddle. Ooh, bring him over here. Put him over the top of the pancake. Come oh, over here. You got it. Oh. oh. I ordered him a party hat for next week. So next week is going to be Joe's retirement party. We were going to do it this week, but tune in next week, and we're going to have a retirement banner. We're going to have a big send-off for week? Joe. No, we're not doing it this week. Nope. Because of Mardi Gras and pancakes. Stroke <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah, we now, apparently we now have theme podcasts, and this was too many Kara, themes. Kara texted me last night. She's like, oh, my God, I forgot that tomorrow's Fat Tuesday. Can I decorate the podcast set? I was like, yeah, sure, go for it. We should also, if you missed it before, point out that it's also Brandon's birthday today. So happy birthday to Brandon, who works very hard on the podcast, taking credit for all the work that everyone does. He said the pancakes were awful. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Small one he's Well, I'll make it one of these white chocolate macadamia ones now. Did, did, you, did you already get one? Not going to lie. This was delicious. I feel a little bit sick after finishing this. You feel a little sick? Well, somebody somebody got upset because they noticed that I kind of like ate one of the chips or you know, whatever. So was there any more to the story? Or just like Matt thinks that red cotton is softer. Oh no, he's a jackass. He's just he's <laughs> a fucking idiot. I mean, I don't know why he thinks that, and he sticks to it. <laughs> Although it was gonna, the reason I brought it up was something he said that I always disagreed with. It was actually proven true to me this month, which is um, I now basically split half my time between Los Angeles and Austin. So that's why I've been gone from the podcast. Um, the last couple of weeks. I've actually been out. Um, the big things we're working on, talking to TV networks uh, about um, putting Immersion Season 2 on TV. I'd be curious to know what people think about that, if that's a good idea or not. Uh, there's been a lot of interest in it. Um, anyway, there's a lot, of, a lot of developments out there, a lot of things we're working on. Uh, there'll be more news about that later. But I've been spending a lot of time in L.A. cars and L.A. traffic as a result. And Matt has always said that L.A. traffic is not as bad as Austin traffic. And LA traffic's like notorious for being the worst in the world. Yeah. You know, there's miles and miles of car. And I always laugh at him about it, but guess what? He's absolutely right. Well, LA, okay. LA traffic is better than Austin traffic. I got back to Austin, fucking traffic. Well, jumps. there's fucking two highways in Austin that go north south. That's true. And in LA, how many are there? Six? Well, it's also a much bigger area. Six. Yeah. Oh, I'm scared, Joe. 
So uh, I now have a, I can't stand up because I'm pinned in, but I'm, there's like a cat still yeah. in my lap. You've he got, sheds like crazy. You've got ginger pubes now. Got like <laughs> fucking fur everywhere. He <laughs> <laughs> had to make me regret having him here one last time. Guess you're going to miss him. No. <laughs> I, 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 I thought I was and I had him in my lap and now I realize I'm really. How did you feel about Finch? Not going to. Um, eh, Same. Know. Yeah. What happened to Finch? Oh, really? <laughs> no. Finch, uh, <laughs> Finch was a cat that I had. Like, Joe's the exact opposite. Finch was a cat that I had that she would be nicer to everybody else but me. She would not let me touch her. Uh, because Just like every other woman. What? So I'd cook for her and I'd look, for, <laughs> look at her off camera. Um, uh, no, I was recording Gavin being a woman. Uh, but uh, I would... Uh, oh! <laughs> I had such a good run going with these pancakes. And I just Did your grill turn I mushed one. I oh, did it. No, <laughs> I just get enough time. Okay. Uh, Barbara's insult was too scathing. <laughs> uh, it was a real burn. What's that? That was the real burn. Nah, I wasn't listening to you. You have less Twitter followers than I do, so I wasn't listening at all. That joke's getting old. Oh, I guess. <laughs> um, I forget what we talking. What were we talking about just now? I don't oh, Finch. Know. So uh, we brought Finch to the office. That was the first uh, cat that we brought to the office, uh, and for whatever reason, Finch took a. Do you remember who she loved? Nathan. Nathan. She fucking loved Nathan. Wouldn't she just sit behind him? She would sit behind him on the chair. He would have to sit on the very edge of his chair looking like this every day. She would lay there behind him, like right behind his small, the small of his back, and she would just lay there for eight hours, and Nathan would be like all the way forward in his chair, and we kept saying, Nathan, do you want us to move the cat? he go, no, it's okay. You know, it's fine. Because Nathan's so super quiet. That was in the Buda office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we moved to Congress, I guess we just determined uh, Finch was not going to come with us. And so it was actually my ex-mother-in-law. Is that the way it works? Mother ex-in-law? Ex-mother-in-law. Ex-mother-in-law. Yeah, she took, uh, she took Finch. Do you have to be married to have an in-law? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but you don't have to be married to be an outlaw. Oh. <laughs> but what if, uh, <laughs> if you get that reaction, you're not, it's not working. So, no, so what if, if, my if brother your brother gets someone? married, you have a sister-in-law. Oh. Right. No, you don't, have to get, you don't have to be married. Okay. She would be your sister-in-law. Yeah. But, but her mother would be nothing to that you. That wouldn't be your mother-in-law, no. Yeah. And you would definitely be her brother-in-law. In-law, yeah. Yeah. Why, why do we have these distinctions? Yeah, they're not anything, are they? No. No, it's, people because always need to define the relationship. People need did, to define Did you ever things. have as a kid, like, oh, this is Uncle Mug? <laughs> Uncle Mug? <laughs> I would say Uncle Margaret. Like, Auntie <laughs> Margaret. But she's not actually your auntie. Yes. Yeah. Weird, yeah. right? Well, my parents waited very long to have me. My parents had me when they were 45. <laughs> they waited very long. Yeah, they did. What does that mean? Is that a real sentence? They waited, yeah. very, they waited long. very long? They were old. Waited a long time? Well, okay, they waited, they waited a long time. <laughs> they they were waiting for red row. cups because they were cave people. <laughs> <laughs> they got their red cups at 45. They my dad was 45. My mom was 38 when she had me. Uh, so I was always offset from generations um, in my family. I had an uh, a aunt, Cinda, who was actually my cousin, but she was like 40 when I was 10. So yeah. it was all fucked up. So we called her Aunt Cinda, but she was my cousin. It's weird when people have aunts and uncles who are, like, five, six years older than them. I have a couple like that. Yeah. We're, like, almost the same age. It's weird to me. You have uncles that way? Yeah. I have an aunt who's, like... You're the exact opposite, though. Your parents were how old when they had you? 19. That's fucking crazy. Both of your parents? Yeah. So I think about it sometimes. It's like... If I had a teenager right now. And you were the first kid. Yeah. So you ruined their lives. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually going to scare the shit out of you here a little bit. You're saying what would be like if you had a teenager? I actually think you would be a good parent to a teenager because you would tell them to shut up constantly. (laughs) 
Can you imagine Gavin with a five-year-old? That is fucking impossible Gavin to imagine. Gavin is a five-year-old. I know. Oh, we would have so we'd have such fun. I'd have a little buddy. No. Yeah. It'd be like Michael. <laughs> You'd have him do stuff in yeah, Minecraft for you. Michael. You say yeah. it like you would put out food in a bowl, like on the floor for like. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah. I would treat it like a pet. Would you? Would yeah. you if you had a five-year-old, would you treat it like a pet? Yeah. I'd Get probably away. hang out with it like an hour a day and then give it to someone. That's not how you treat no, a pet I either, think, by the way. I think Gavin, <laughs> That's even horrible for a pet. I think Gavin would be a really good dad, actually. I think he would step it up. You know, I think really. so? <laughs> he keeps throwing, <laughs> trying to throw balloons on a grill. But the kid would love that. Wow, this, this thing must be off. This thing is yeah. not working. Something happened all of a sudden. He blew a fuse. <laughs> Who is the unluckiest dude you Can you turn it off and on? Uh, I don't know. I'll figure the it out. It's not a computer. It works sometimes. Maybe it's on a timer. No, I believe uh, it would work. I would believe that it would work. Maybe there is a computer in there. <laughs> yeah, maybe that. Maybe, maybe you're right, Gus. Maybe do it you, does have a timer. Do you know anyone who has just really crap luck? Um, uh, I don't think so. I want to say yeah. Yeah, I. <laughs> I know somebody's really incredibly good luck. Yeah. You. You. Why? You have incredibly good luck. What are you on about? What are you on about? Look no. at your life, you, you asshole. You get a work visa, so you just made a YouTube channel. You're a celebrity who to be a celebrity. Not not to take anything away that what you do is not based in talent or skill or anything like that. But you are you are one of the most fortunate people I know. All you have to do is fuck one TV chef and look where you are. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be a lesson to you? Shout out to Simon Hopkinson. <laughs> you only have to foster one banana. <laughs> By the way, you, to- you totally called that dude out because people are going to find his book. Yeah, yeah. My, I, my name's in the book. Go and find it. Yeah, they're going to find it. It's called The Good Cook. The Good Cook. They're going to write this guy letters. I'm going to get him on the podcast. He's going he's to he's watch the podcast. They're going to the find video. pictures of him and put you and him in little hearts everywhere. <laughs> he's going to be your Valentine. All right, so I knew a dude. I am pretty lucky. I'm appreciative of my life. I've had a good one. If I died tomorrow, oh, I would have... Oh, I've Jesus. I've had a good one. Tease it. Tease it. I knew a dude. I don't know if you ever had this, but when you're at school, like when everyone's young, there's only a few people who don't have parents. Like, most people have both of their parents. It's normal kind of thing. There's this one guy who... I think when he was seven, his dad died. It was, he was like the kid with no dad. And it's kind of sad. Then you made it worse. <laughs> Did you guys call him that? The kid with no, no dad? No, it was just like everyone knew. It was like, you know, don't mention his dad and stuff. Then I think when he was 12, his sister died in a car crash. That's oh fucked up. God. When he was 15, his mom died of cancer. And just recently, probably when I was still at school with him, we were both, I was probably 18, he was 17 or something. His girlfriend got hit by a car and died. Wow. He lost four people by the time he was 18. That is unlucky he, in the true sense. Like, that he is He must have felt like he was cursed. Like, would he ever want to get close to anyone? Yeah, if he, bo- if he doesn't even bother to get close to anyone, he's like, well, they're just going to die yeah. anyway. He lost every member of his family and his girlfriend. Yeah. Mental. That's tough. Yeah. How do you de- how do you even deal with there that? There was a, a couple in Montreal who, they went out to dinner, and they were sitting outside at a patio, and it was the night that he was going to propose to her, and somehow there was a piece of the building that was loose and it had fallen down onto the patio and crushed this girl and killed her instantly. And that was probably the most depressing This sounds story. like an urban legend. No, this sounds like it's a Final Destination shit. This was, this is completely true. It happened, I want to say, 2009. Why would that be an urban legend? Like, what would be the hook there? Oh, It's just a side, piece of the side. You could still eat at that restaurant. Ooh, <laughs> it's a ghost. I don't no, know. No, I mean, people don't really like to sit outside at that restaurant anymore. That's for sure. It's pretty terrifying. I actually have that in. This is like what we once again have reached the death portion. It was of the only podcast. with you. It's when you're here. Listen, I didn't bring it up. He brought it up. He brought it up. But this is this the same thing happened. I'll just so we get so off the topic. Do you don't think you're lucky. No, I do. I think I'm lucky. But, but you're the luckiest it. person I know. 
How you? How am I more lucky than you are? I don't know. I mean, I just I watch. I try. <laughs> like, it takes effort to get to this shitty level of me. You're like, bah, whatever. No, no, okay. <laughs> this is my thing. This is Dad, my. You you don't turn on the lights to get dressed. You get dressed well, in pitch black. I get dressed in the dark. Yeah, too. pitch black. He doesn't even know what he's yeah. wearing until he leaves. Yeah, that's... I know what I look like. Yeah, I, I keep all of my clothes in a line in the closet, so I just pick the next one down the Gus, line. Static. No one's arguing. Just, yeah, just say. You, you got some nicer shirts I have recently. T- I just have two piles. I just take the top. <laughs> two thing. piles. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm not that bad. You, I you totally just believe that. Worn things, and you know, one pile will grow, and I just wash that pile, and then it's the new pile. It just works like that. Yeah. Speaking of clothes, you have a new shirt on today. Yeah. Like X-ray and bad. This is probably the weirdest. Origin of a shirt ever. You guys like, this isn't even, videos together? This isn't even from a shirt. This is from an achievement guide where I asked Ray if ever, anyone ever called him X-Ray. And when I was doing a mic check, I said, this is Vav. Oh, I mean, yeah, I just messed up my name. And that's now a shirt. Yep. A failed mic check and a dumb joke. So that artwork was <laughs> so done... That, that pretty much describes Rooster Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> a dumb joke and a failed mic check. <laughs> the artwork was done by uh, the same guy who did the Christmas uh, poster. Patrick? Achieve- yeah, Patrick. Yeah. I think he also... Uh, uh, collaborated with Tom. Didn't Tom do some work on it as well? Him yeah. and Tom worked together. Yeah, and on Tom that, did yeah. all the background. Who was okay. our junior designer? And the text. But uh, I really want to wear that suit now. <laughs> I think I'm going to. You get it. It's a Halloween costume. I think. Uh, I mean, that, the dick you dro- you dressed up as was yeah. a great costume and all. But I think uh, this you're is not going to top it. That's the worst. This thing is about- like Captain Quebec. Yes, it is. Yeah. Only it's a British well, it's flag British. instead of. A I think next Halloween I'll dress up as Vav. <laughs> I'm not sure that, what my... You guys should do that at RTX yeah? this year. And get a photo up. I like it. Yeah? <laughs> it's good. Where, where can we go to get, like, a custom superhero suit made? Well, uh, Matt's wife made Captain Dynamic. I guess so. That's true. Yeah. She could probably whip up an X-Ray and Vav. Oh, totally. She has skills. All right. I, I'm assuming people are going to cosplay as X-Ray and Vav for RTX. I hope so. Maybe we'll give a prize if to the best... If you're listening uh, and you're coming to RTX, do it. So, uh, so on Twitter, you told me we're competing with the uh, State of the Union address. Yeah, the State of the Union address was also tonight. Uh, the State of the Union address is also competing with Fat Tuesdays. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. What the fuck are you looking up? <laughs> acknowledgements? I don't know. I'm trying to say Oh, this. did someone send the acknowledgements picture already? It's <laughs> 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 so funny. So Gavin has up on the screen the acknowledgements from this guy's cookbook. That's it's amazing. How did they find that the so fast? The internet, man. It's a ton of names and all the stuff they did for him, like, in great detail. And at the end, it just says, and Gavin. It's literally the last thing on the page. Who sent this to us? Did you see their Twitter handle? Uh, Yeah, we should definitely acknowledge who acknowledged us. I don't get back. Yo, dog, I heard you like acknowledgments. All right, I'm going to try this pancake, I think. So this griddle does shut off, I guess, after so many years. Uh, so, so rebooting it worked, huh? It did, actually. Rebooting <laughs> it did work. Excellent full screen. Reboot the griddle. So today I had a funny thing where I went through, um, and somebody made a good point to me. Uh, they just wrote on Twitter, uh, somebody watching the live stream, uh, okay. they, they pointed out that if immersion goes Minty. to TV, it'll make it harder for people in Canada and the UK to watch it. I did not think about that aspect of it. Yeah. TV is tough. Because they, the anything that's on in the US, they block it in the UK. I, I struggle with that all the time. Yeah, I can't even watch stuff that's on BBC now over here. BBC iPlayer doesn't work over here. So, I think the networks that we're talking to, in particular, would be okay with like a very strong web presence, though, too. Yeah. What if it was aired like on the website, like a week after on well, the weekday? Well, see, yeah. yeah, or their website. Or their it's, website. It's, I mean, we, once we started going on this road, it's a whole different process. You know, we always thought we'd entertain like doing more formal productions, like in a traditional sense, yeah. more so with 
feature films and movies because we have a bunch of those that we'd like to make too. Um, but then, I mean, immersion was just one of those things that always seemed like such a perfect fit for TV. Immersion in particular. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. We, you know, don't don't panic anybody. We're still looking into it. Um, it anyway, it would take a while to get stuff done. And a big thing for us is that we're not going to sit on an idea while we wait for someone in TV to figure out if they want to put it on or not. We'd rather just put it on ourselves sure. if it comes down to that. So but we got to look at it. When you mentioned the BBC, I remember I, I remembered, uh, <laughs> when I was in Vegas, I, nor- I normally don't watch cable, and I, but there was cable in my hotel room. So I had it like on BBC America or yeah. something. And uh, they, they played a commercial for a TV show I'd never heard of. It's a Gordon Ramsay cooking show, but they... Put, they take him to a prison, and he has to help improve a prison kitchen <laughs> and teach prisoners how to cook food. He must like, have a record for it's the like most... Ramsey behind bars or some Good shit. I was Lord. like, oh, my, oh God, my God, how many God. fucking shows does he have? So he's got Hell's Kitchen. He's got Kitchen Nightmares. He's Hotel it? Hell. Ho- Hotel Hell. I forgot about that one. Yeah, he's all over the guy. Have you seen uh, Gordon Ramsay on Hell's Kitchen in the UK versus Hell's Kitchen in America? I think I've talked about this before, oh, but yeah. the Kitchen American nightmares. audience, I guess they, they have the attention span of a lemon or something, they but they... Get fucking easy. Yeah, our they audience, do. there are the people easy. watching you right now. Lemon. Am- he called you a fucking... The, uh, the attention span... All right, listen, lemons. The attention <laughs> span of, of the U.S. must... Be, I think... Yeah. I like bikes. Do you ever want to ride a bike? <laughs> I think in the span of five <laughs> seconds... <laughs> In Go the span ahead. of about five seconds, I think I saw 30 cuts. And, and then yeah. they would make a cut to something else, and if there wasn't anything to cut to, they would cut and then flip the colors. So it was like a negative image, and then flip back. Or they slow-mo it, too. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen in the U.S. versus the U.K. is retarded. But, yeah, he's a completely different person on Kitchen Nightmares, as yeah. well as they yeah. of in the U.K. I, I want reality to be relatable. In every reality show in the U.S. is completely unwatchable to me because it's just like, and everyone's like, "Hey, look at me! Hey, you talking? I'm talking now!" Ooh. You mean like you right now? Yeah. I'm gonna give a white <laughs> chocolate <laughs> macadamia <laughs> pancake to somebody in the control room. I thought you were gonna eat that. No, I don't want to. You just want to eat that rude pancake. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm going, I'm going back. I probably, I probably won't be on next week's podcast. I got to go back to Los Angeles. Because we're nominated for a streamy, yeah. um, we can't we can't vote anymore for that. But thank you to everyone who voted for. When, when are the streamies? Uh, they're going to be Sunday. They'll be live streamed. Saturday. Saturday? No, no, Sunday. Okay. Sunday at three. It's the seventeenth. Whatever. Yeah, seventeenth. You scared the hell out of me. Yeah, seventeenth. <laughs> Valentine's Day is fourteenth. It's Thursday, so it's seventeenth is a Sunday, and it's at three p.m. Pacific. Uh, and so I think I'm pretty sure if it's the Web Awards, uh, they'll be streaming some stuff. We also have uh, something else cool happening on the. 14th, the W trailer is coming out for that, Ruby. For God, Ruby. That's this week. Yeah, it's yep. Thursday. On yeah. Thursday. I'm excited. So, so next Ruby trailer. Everyone who's been clamoring for it. One it of the fun things about working here is that well, you can see everything before it comes out. Yes. And coming from a fan, that's, co- that's cool. But I've stayed away from Ruby. I really want to experience that like when it's all done. I, I, still I, I can't seen wait. The trailer. I know it's yeah. on the network. I just haven't gotten. I, 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 don't, I don't want to see it until it's like it's all ready. I think it's yeah. still being like just little things tweaked so just to make it. Before we better. started the podcast, uh, Holy I was Christ. showing Gavin my shingles. I was like, "You're gonna have to lick this," and and you know, it's kind of trying to make him scared. And Monty walked in, and like stood right here and went, "What the fuck is wrong with your leg?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he hadn't gotten the memo or what. No, it was watched. like the most genuine reaction I've ever seen. It looked worse. Yeah. I think, it, 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 I think it, it your leg worse. might come off. It'll get better. It's in the healing stage, right? It, does, it doesn't hurt as much anymore, <laughs> if that makes sense. You don't have a numb asshole anymore. No. 
Man, I'm getting absolutely blasted on Twitter because I said that we, I was afraid that we would leave out. Um, I, was afraid, I was afraid we were going to leave out uh, people in Canada and UK, and everyone in Australia is mad that I left them out of the being left out list. So I'm sorry that we left you out of the you everyone got left out. Everyone who's not the U.S., part. just say that. Listen, we're, we're coming down to Australia. I just found out Jack's going down. Jack is so excited. He Jack's going down twice this year. Mm-hmm. You say that? Is he going twice? He's going to go for Supernova like in a month or two, I think. And then he's going down when it's going to be Gus, me, and Jack, and probably some other people, but we're the definites now. I had a great time. Going to PAX Australia. You should come to PAX Australia. Australia. I would definitely go. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Do you reckon? I asked you if you wanted to go, and you said no, because you went I last didn't year. say no. You said no. I was fucking there. I said I've already been. Let that, somebody that's that's been the correct. No. Do you want to go? I don't like I've already been. I said I've already been. If there's someone else who wants to go who hasn't been, they should send them. But I would definitely go. What are you on about? Barbara, mommy and daddy are not fighting. Mommy and daddy are fighting with a fucking idiot kid they have. (laughs) That's what's going on here. (laughs) Brother's getting yelled at. Could you fit an entire one of these in your bob? Yep. Can you? No, I don't know. Did you say in your bob? No, listen, Gavin, the reason why I didn't eat the pancake is because I'm like, I'm going to this award show. You don't have to swallow it. I want to see if you can fit it all in your bob. I'm not going to fucking shove it. That's what I told her also. I would pay you to do it. How much? Twenty-five bucks. I'll do it. Let's go. Wow. You know, if you fit the whole thing in your mouth, Gus makes the entry in his memo. <laughs> <laughs> Am I yes, oh, oh, oh. Am only I if the pancake releases? You have to swallow it, though. What's swallow it? Yeah. What's that mean? How, this is thick. How are you supposed to swallow that? Shove it you all just in. said she didn't oh have to swallow God. it. She does. Oh, okay. This is a really, really cool. Oh, this is a great yeah. angle. Thumbs up. Okay, I'm not gonna be able to swallow it all. Wedge it in. <laughs> all in. <laughs> Don't choke. <laughs> you, oh come on! You got to nibble on the end. <laughs> you remember how? Remember how we said earlier that you can literally find a porn or fetish for anything? There is some guy watching this right now who's going, "I can't believe this has <laughs> <is> actually <laughs> happened." <laughs> what are the chances they would have pancakes in Barbara <laughs> in the same day? <laughs> Slash, it's like Reddit slash R slash uh, sex pancakes. You know, it's like Barbara doesn't even know that Photoshop exists. It's like she just lives in a world where she can just ignore that fact. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that fixes it. That makes it all better. All right, what else do we need to talk about? Uh, see, we talked about Mass Effect 3. We did the shingle thing. I told you my embarrassing secret about keeping memos. Okay, can we do some uh, Rushdie updates on some stuff? Sure. Okay. Uh, as you guys heard, the Ruby trailer is coming out this week. Um, we're You guys hopefully know the status now of Immersion. I would say we'll probably know exactly what's going on with Immersion uh, by the time PAX East rolls around. That's the end of March. Yeah. We'll have definitive. We're not going to wait any longer uh, on anything like that. So we'll know what's going one way or the other. Um the other question people keep asking about is about a production we've mentioned occasionally called Day 5. Uh, we shot it at um, um, of some scenes for that at RTX last year with 1,800 extras. That is really cool. We do have stuff in the works for that. We just can't talk about it yet. But I wouldn't expect anything on that till probably even RVB Season 11 starts. It'll probably be closer to RTX. Uh, you'll see some stuff related to Day 5. Maybe sooner, but I wouldn't expect it before that. I suddenly don't like pancakes anymore. No, you're done? Yeah. So I've been trying to figure out. I had a poll for sponsors on the website that I made a journal for yesterday, uh, asking God, asking what their preferred time to, for a podcast start time was to make sure we're still hitting a time that's uh, agreeable for everyone. Yeah. And it seemed like most people were happy 
with the six to eight p.m. start time, somewhere in that range. Okay. So, so we're um, staying. I think we're gonna we're gonna keep our start time as late in the day as it is. When uh, I went back to the UK, we, I watched the live one that I missed, uh-huh. and it was actually all right. You have to step. You know, kind of late. Kind of late, but it's not too. It's not like four a.m. It's yeah. not the boundary between morning. And we we night. may move the day of the week. Uh, we're investigating that, so we may move podcast release day. But uh, this is good. We're trying to figure that out. So hopefully, we'll have news on that here pretty soon. Awesome. Woo! And I think that covers everything. Where's Achievement Hunter still going good? It's going very well. Great. Okay. Good. We have that. You um, all had some technical problems yesterday. Oh, with the, pow- the power goes off. We got so many people crammed in such a small room that. I forgot about this, but uh, if we turn the lights on while everyone's capturing, the, we lose the whole room. Yeah, my first question is why do you have UPSs? It was a situation, though, where they were recording I, something, it went down, and it kind of killed the recording. So it's like you wanted to help, but you also didn't want to be, like, layering on to the obvious problem, you know? Yeah. Of, like, why don't you have UPSs and stuff well, like, like that? When everyone piles in and says what you should have done. Exactly. I didn't want to do that at all. And if there's ever a situation where something like that happens, I just go, just go out of the way. Because... I'm a big believer in too many cooks and all that, and everyone's like, let me come in and state the obvious. Let me come in and do it even closer to you, and it's, yep. I just want to be out there. Yeah. But the thing was, like, I'm all covered. My UPS was fine. I'm smart. I had everything. I kept my footage. But the Xbox that hosts our Let's Play is always Jeff's Xbox, because Achievement City is tied to his game attack. His Xbox was on a, a dead UPS. The battery was dumb. It sucks. So as soon as the power went off, we had Achievement City up for a second, and then it went down. So we lost all our progress in the Let's Play. So even if we had all our footage, we had to start again anyway. Everyone looked so just, like, fucking bummed out after that. Yeah, yeah tensions were running high. It was like an hour. Because everyone's, like, everyone's high energy during a Let's Play. Afterwards, it may not seem like it, but after an hour and a half of playing and trying to keep talking the whole time, you're kind of tired. Just yeah. And then to have to do that all over again yeah. after... We, we couldn't even do it. This, we fixed our problem. Like, you got us new yeah. UPSs and stuff, but we couldn't do it that day because everyone was like, oh, I'm Everyone's so, <laughs> yeah, upset. Bummed out and also tired. Yeah. Us, it's yeah. really interesting seeing you guys do a video because usually you'll be quiet working on something, editing or something, and then you'll be like, all right, we got to record a commentary for this. And Jeff will be like, all right... What's up, guys? Yeah, it's Jeff, and like all of a sudden, his up. voice is just like mm-hmm. super high, and people don't it's realize like, that super people, high, super high. <laughs> That's my universal symbol for people. Super accuse high. us quite a lot of putting it on, like we're faking stuff. But I think it's just because the behind the scenes we I have know to what make. Barbara just said basically. No, I mean it's not but fake. It's we, just it's because in the behind the scenes we're like screaming, but we're not really moving very much. But it's because we have to keep our mouths near the microphone. Yeah. So when I'm in shock, I'm like, oh, I can't be like leaping out of my chair and going across the room. Let me I tell you something. Be at the mic. My my office is right next to yours. Yeah. I'm like in the Very conference thin room. Wall. I fucking hate it. It's like <laughs> just it's constant mayhem all the time over there. Especially when Michael records rage quick because he he's nice enough. Michael does a really cool thing in that he records it at night after everyone has theoretically left. But a lot of times when I'm here, I end up working late. And it's like the walls, like literally, just start shaking when he's doing rage quit. I'm going, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I leave, you know. I we, quit the building. Well, I had to one one day when he did a, a rage quit during the day before, while people were still in the in the in the office. I had to interview someone for our PHP developer position in the in the office right next to where he records rage quit. And so there was all this screaming and banging and yelling. And I was like. Um, this is kind of typical for if you're working here. Are you okay if you had to work in this environment? Yeah. <laughs> it's really like a trial by fire because on top of like, I guess being kind of nervous, then this person has to deal with all this yelling and distractions yeah, at the same time. Yeah, behind her. It's like okay. a, it's an unorthodox company in that in that way. And there's stuff in the handbook that says that kind of thing. But what is the one thing you have to say first to, to say like there's a regular person coming in 
to interview for Rooster Teeth, what is the one thing you say first? Like, just so you know, there'll be a lot of... Is there, like, anything you go to, typically? Uh, I, there's, there's several things. Yeah. There's a lot of swearing. <laughs> there's a lot of nudity. <laughs> there's a lot of things that... Do you ever just go, there's a lot of this? <laughs> <laughs> well, I change my clothes a lot in my office. So it's like... Why? Like today. Because, like, today I had to change my shirt. We were filming something here earlier. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I go to my office and I just change. It's Why didn't like, you tell me you were changing? Hey. <laughs> If you see it, you see it. I turn around and all of a sudden I see Gus unbuttoning his shirt one by one. And I was just making eye contact with Barbara the whole time. I'm just like, what are you... Oh, you're taking off your shirt. Okay, I'll look this way. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been a guy who... I mean, there's always times when you're at school you're where, you're a to, where you whip <laughs> off your, your shirt. Have you ever been a shy dude in that respect? Or have you always been like... <laughs> I used to be shy about it. Because I have really small nipples. Do you? I was always really self-conscious oh, about better that. Better than having two big nipples. Without <laughs> nips. Is that true? Without nips. Way better. What do you mean? A like person. Burgonips. They're bigger now, but I feel like they were smaller when I was. Uh, How did they get bigger? How did the camera not cut Do we have a close up <laughs> on the. Uh, let's there we go. We got it. They're pretty small. Oh, we've got a close up coming. Hold it. Oh, go. go <laughs> you're, you're talking to me. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. That looks it's like so. a normal nip. Does it? You have a very normal nip. Totally justifies making a video podcast. Well, this you know, is, uh, this is uh, Mardi Gras. That's your, that's your Mardi Gras flag. Give me some beads. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I should throw you some beads, shouldn't so, uh, I? The, uh, I used to be self-conscious about my nipples because I thought they were really small. So, yeah. You just zoomed in on Gus's nipple. Obviously, very, that's very long big. gone. I don't care anymore. Yeah. I would describe that in detail to our audio podcast listeners, but I really yeah. don't want to do that. You have that. very normal-sized nipples. Hulk Hogan has teeny, tiny little... Did you have a set moment in your life where you decided just not to care as much? Because well, I definitely did. I used to be... I mean, I'm still shy around girls, and I'm probably going to keep that up forever. But everything else, I just... It's easy not to care. Well, so so you have a set moment? Mm-hmm. What was it? Gavin... Just decided one day. I was like, can, I give, can I give you a piece of advice that yeah. might help? You should approach, approach it like this. So you love making yourself look stupid in every other regard. Like, you will take photos... Let me say it happens very naturally. No, but you also take photos of yourself Aww. as ridiculously ugly as possible. And you, oh, send, them, you send them to me constantly. <laughs> but that's like, just to you. When we're ever in the same room. No, but, I mean, also, I mean, look at some of the slow-mo guys' videos where he's, like, with lips and all yeah. that stuff. Horrible. So just approach it like that. Just, like, like, just take the approach that's funny to get rejected. Like, go out one night and see how many times you get rejected in one night. Make a game of that. Yeah. Yeah. What if I get rejected? Daddy said horrified, didn't he, when I said that? What if I get rejected by every single person and then I cry myself to sleep? Oh. <laughs> I don't think it would happen. Okay. I don't think it would happen. I'll try it out one day. I mean, wherever you go, there's probably going to be a chef there somewhere <laughs> <laughs> working in the back. Once your self-esteem is really low, I go say, to a gay club. All right. And you'll just get... I'll do that. I want to say that chef that had the crush, nicest dude ever. Well, I'm, I wasn't freaked out at all. He was, was like, trying it was to get in your pants. It was pleasant, though. It wasn't creepy. <laughs> anyway, but what I was worried about is because stress has an actual effect, like a physical effect. You know what the difference between getting hit on and being pleasant and being creepy is, right? That you're attracted to the person. That's no, totally the like difference. He's 50 years old. Like, every, every romantic comedy they've ever written would be, like, the most creepy stalker story yeah. ever if the two people weren't attractive and liked each other, actually. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, you just take out the fact that it was consensual and it's the creepiest thing in the world. It would be yeah. creepy it's, like, it's a stalker movie. But I was yeah. worried about this. Like, stress... Like, anything would be... Get this guy off the fucking lawn. A lot of people are high stress a lot of the time, and they have heart attacks and stuff like it has a physical effect on yeah. your body. No? Okay. I was worried recently that I might be too relaxed. Like, am I, am I teaching my body... To become so relaxed that when one stressful situation does happen, I might die from it. Is it possible to be too chilled out? I don't think so. Right. Although I will admit, there was a moment today when there was a scare, and 
Gavin seemed remarkably un-British in that moment, and it made me think like you were faking it this whole time. What? And then when the balloon popped, the balloon popped, and you said in a completely non-British accent, the balloon popped, and Gavin goes, he was like, he was talking, he's like, right, what are you on about? This and that, Look, the other thing. And then balloon pops, he goes, fuck a duck! <laughs> I didn't even know that, I didn't even know that was a British expression. And it just came out so naturally. <laughs> And with no then, accent whatsoever. Then Kara started screaming. <laughs> yeah, she really did. classic Kara scream, which we well, well, the well, not caring. One. Being relaxed and not caring is different to being startled. Now, if an explosion went off, I wouldn't be like, come at me, debris. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd, be, I'd be under the couch. Wouldn't that be great, though, if we find out that Gavin's not British? I want it's you just to a complete uh, joke he's put on for the last That was something years. I wrote for my bio on the shorts. I said I was secretly from Nebraska. <laughs> so I want you to read out. Do you know Raptor? Ego Raptor? Just Raptor the company. Oh, Raptor the like gaming. Yeah. It's a gaming company where when you play a game, they update your Twitter account. Yeah, it spams your friends and lets them know. Are we it. sponsored by Raptor? We are not okay. currently sponsored In that case, by Raptor. I have the feeling we're not going to be ever. <laughs> we'll absolutely Sorry, not Ellen, we're going to go I guess I signed up with that about two years ago, and then I found it annoying, and then everyone who signed up with that will auto-tweet what game they've yeah. played in the last 24 hours. It's like, shut up. And um, to unsubscribe, this is the one company that does this. Usually you can unsubscribe and it says, you're done. We won't send you an email anymore. And usually I'm on my phone. And to unsubscribe to Raptor, you have to log in and unsubscribe. I don't remember my password for that thing. And so I've just been putting off. Every time I get an email every week, I'm like, ah, you know, it's annoying. So I sent them this email. Do you want to read out what I sent them? Because yeah. I couldn't log in. This is what I replied to the email. <laughs> replied back. Uh, stop sending me emails, you fucking bunch of cunts. I don't know my login information and shouldn't have to use it to unsubscribe from tens of thousands of generic, shitty emails. I don't give a fuck about my Raptor score or anyone seeing me fr- seeing my friend requests. Or anyone seeing my you typo. Fucking fuck off. <laughs> fucking fuck off. <laughs> fucking fuck off. Right. Sincerely, Gavin Free, sent from my iPhone. Yeah, so they responded. <laughs> they responded. Thank you for contacting Raptor support. We apologize for any convenience that may have caused you. Currently, we have disabled all your notifications. Blah, 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 blah. Again, we apologize. It was not our intention to spam you with emails. Please feel free to contact us again if there's anything else we can do to assist you or if you have any questions That's or concerns. a very professional reply. Yeah. It worked! To they went fair. the high road. It worked. Yeah. And also, now you look like a jackass. Yeah, and, that, and then I felt like a prick. Service. So to that, I wrote, thanks. <laughs> you wrote thanks? Yeah. You wrote thanks. That makes it all better. But it worked. Oh I was happy that it worked. So now I don't have to deal with crappy spam emails from that. So that goes back to the thing, too. Gus, one thing we've learned over time is that people, individual people on the Internet can be assholes. And so I had this thing on Facebook I was talking about earlier when I posted a picture of Ashley. And uh, somebody who didn't know that I was divorced. Who's Ashley? For people who didn't know. Ashley's my girlfriend. Okay. Uh, Barbara, am I overstepping my bounds by saying girlfriend? Is no. it appropriate to say that? She is absolutely your girlfriend. Okay. I go to Barbara all the time for like social etiquette stuff. So, um, <laughs> so I posted a picture, and one guy didn't know it and freaked out. And was like in the comments going, "How is everyone okay with this? Pretty married." It's like you talked about the movie. What? <laughs> the, the, yeah, exactly right. Like, 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 what's going on? It's exactly right. And it's just like it's like one one conversation. One person can make like yeah. it seems like a lot of people, especially if they post a bunch of times. So my Facebook is my friends are people that I know. Just subscribers. And then I have subscribers. Yeah. So my friends were like, one of my friends texted me and goes, all these people are like freaked the fuck out on your Facebook thread about this stuff. It's all gone now. So you have to look at it. Don't bother. Um, and they were like, this is like, the, the, it was like, this just goes to show 
how jaded I am to this stuff. Because they said, they're saying terrible, terrible things. And I go, oh, shit. I go, I haven't, I'm not, I can't look at it. I haven't looked at it. I go, are they, like, trolling, getting in there? And, like, well, they're just, they're being, they're doing really, like, offensive stuff. I go, are they, are they posting pictures of a, it's like a, or you're no girl shitting on herself? And they're like, no. <laughs> Is that your go-to? That's your go-to? It's like, it's oh, all, it's like an oriental girl shitting on her. Girl. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oriental is not the preferred nomenclature. I know, Asian. Sorry. No, you know. And then I said, I said, oh, is it a bunch of oldies blowing each other? They're like, no. What are, you <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you, what are you talking about? I go, well, what are they, what are they doing? Are they like, are they just like, I was like, shock images? What are they doing? And I said, well, they're just, they're just speculating why you're posting a picture of, of somebody that they don't know. And I was like, oh, okay, well, let's go race that. Yeah. I was like, I was realizing that I'm like, I've been on the internet so long that like my way I interact with people versus my real life friends from like high school and stuff is totally fucking different. It was like, yeah. well, their level of like offensive was like they were speculating on my life. And that was yeah. offensive so to like- my friends. Tub girl, lemon party, meat spin. <laughs> what? What's wrong there? Yeah, it's all okay. They didn't do any of this. Like, it's fine. Yeah, goatee doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's a real life thing. That dude over there, he's being totally inappropriate. Is he whipping his dick out? Yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> what's wrong? No, he's being mean to people. <laughs> oh, that's, that's nothing. Yeah, right. but it was like, so we've dealt with that. But what I was going to say is that when you deal with people like on the internet, Gus and I over the years have dealt with complete and total assholes. Uh, and then we have had... I don't know the experience, I guess you could say, of going to conventions and then meeting these actual people in real life where it's like, oh, hey, I'm like user XK4D, you know, on the site. And Gus and I are like, I stand up because I know the Gus, he's like told this, he's told Gus, I'm going to punch Gus if I see him, it'll be funny, all this stuff, and I'm going to record it. And it's like, we're like ready for, I don't know what. And then the person's just like, oh, it's so funny. I'm just so happy to meet you. I'm really Can I take a picture with you? I'm like, what? Yeah, they talk a lot of shit online, but then in person, it's completely different. Yeah, I, I remember. I think I know who you're talking about in particular. I remember, like, that incident happened. And then I was like, wow, oh, this kid's, like, a lot shorter and younger than I thought. <laughs> like, in my head, this is, like, a totally different experience than what it actually is in real life. And that's one of the weird things about live events is to actually meet people in real life that we've experienced, like, just basically through an avatar. There's a lot of people that I... Even when they tell me their username, it's like I need to, like, I ask them what their avatar is because I just associate those two things yeah. so strongly together. You always used to get mad on the old forums when people would change their avatars. You avatar. still get mad on the I website. get People change their avatars. I get mad. Yeah. I don't like I don't like it. I, even, on, even on any social media thing, it's like I never change my avatar. I know it that whenever I change time. mine, I'm going to leave it for at least a year, especially on Twitter because I, I look at the picture way more than the name on Twitter. I don't know about you. Is there any avatar you associate with Gavin or I? Gavin's I associate the... Nipple with this Santa yeah. hat on it. I used to do a thing where, because I was 14, boobs were cool. <laughs> well, boobs still, are always cool. Boobs are always cool. You are correct. We put that on the shirt. Boobs are always cool. Though, you know, the first thing that I did see of Gavin, like when he posted a video, it's like he's a teenager in his room in the UK. It's like a bunch of like hot girl posters. It was like such a teenage boy. I'll tell you room. why I did that. I was always scared. People that thought my, you were gay? Yeah, I was scared that my parents would think I was gay. So I littered my room with lesbians kissing. So you overcompensated. Like, I'm sure once they hear the story of you and the chef, I like that. I was afraid people think it was gay, so I put up gay pictures. I put up lesbians all over. I put up lesbians. That they makes you more straight. They were in their underwear, to be fair. Yeah, well, I mean, opposite gay makes straight, right? It's like two gays make a straight. It's like two negative. Two gays make a straight. I don't know, Gavin. That's Why would a, you do that? Did man. you really feel that way growing up? I, I was kind of worried about it. It is so tempting to psychoanalyze you. Before, I had pictures of... 
the, the Xbox had just come out. So I had a ton of Xbox pictures. I had like an amped poster on my yeah. wall. I was like, this isn't getting me anywhere. They're going to think I'm a little bit gay. Why, why would you be concerned gay. about that? Like, aren't, isn't, isn't the UK, isn't everyone way more comfortable with that, even in the teenage years? Uh, yeah, we're pretty accepting. Yeah. Gay marriage is not a big deal in any way. So the, uh, does the UK have gay marriage? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's fine. Didn't they just make it legal in France? That was surprising to me. The, the fact that it's a, it's a talking point over here was interesting to me when I moved here. It's like a, it's still up for discussion. Yeah, the fact that it's mm-hmm. a big deal anymore. But like I just shocking. I wash it away with like slavery and stuff. What about <laughs> with slavery? What? what yeah, <laughs> it takes a little bit more progress than that. Is, is, is gay marriage legal in uh, Canada? Yep. Okay. But isn't it weird, like how something as soon as it becomes done, it's it's a part of history, and then it goes with all the old history stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way time passing yeah, history that's works. That's why I just group it away. Like to me, it's amazing that you can kill people here. You can be executed as as for a crime. Oh, actually, okay, yeah. like, you mean capital, the death penalty? Capital punishment. Yeah. The death penalty, not like just you yeah. kill someone. You can't and be just like, go willy nilly. Yolo. <laughs> willy nilly. So, the, the, the video, the video discussion we were just talking about with the shock image and stuff like that. Remind me, we had a discussion. I think it was with you, Gavin. We were talking about in pornography. We were like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Like, what's the worst? thing you can see in a porn that'll make you like turn it off and we determined that if a cup if ever a cup shows up <laughs> in a porn video was that it? like the most benign object like, but if a cup shows up in a porn video it's just yeah. get out just hit eject it, immediately <laughs> <laughs> is it because of two girls one cup is that no it? it's just any cup I mean just think about any, any in real cup. life Earlier, we were talking about this. If in, if in real life you have to put a towel down, you know it's like you're kind of on the boundaries of being gross. In porn, if a cup comes out, that's like the porn equivalent of that. <laughs> the porn equivalent of putting a towel down. <laughs> it, it was a struggle for you to do It was a story. struggle to keep my lunch down. <laughs> Where were we? We're just driving around LA. Oh, God. Ugh. I hate when you make those burp sounds. Yeah. yeah, those burp sounds are like you always. Yeah, it's right next to the mic. I know right. you're in I'm so sorry, anyone listening. I'm yeah, sorry. they're saying gay marriage is not legal in the UK, Gavin. Uh, what is it? They said it was like civil union or something. What was it? Well, it's legal in Canada, so shout out to my homies in Canada. The UK civil partnerships are currently passing the same-sex marriage laws as we speak. Okay. Uh, whatever. It's not. It's not like everyone freaking out about it. Well, I mean, does it really? I mean, <coughs> I, I just should say it doesn't really matter because obviously you want to. So have how did Elton John else. get married? Is he a UK citizen? I don't know. Did he do it over here? Have you ever been watching? Have you ever been watching porn where it's all good, and then all of a sudden someone does something that just like instantly grosses you out, and you have to turn it off? That's the cup. I'm not. I'm not good with porn. I don't. I don't like it. No, that's a lie. Nah. That surprises me to hear that. Brandon says that's when it gets good. <laughs> <laughs> like people do stuff in porn. I think it's another pancake for that. <laughs> people do stuff in porn that's really unpleasant. That I would never do with an with an actual girl. Go ahead. That's why you look for the kind you like. People in porn, they like to spread things and then make everything open and then aim a camera down there. Uh-huh. I don't like seeing that. I want to see inside someone. I don't want to see that. You trust that it's it's all good in there? You I don't assume everything's fine. Inspection. You did just lick someone's diseased leg. So yeah, that, was, that was a bet. That was a bet. I'm going to pair up my bets. Bet. And I didn't have to do that. 
I could have just been a bitch about Gavin, it. Gavin, do you have sex with the lights on or off? Uh, both. Do you prefer? I don't mind. Lights on. On. Yeah. You like to see it, everything. Yeah. Mirrors everywhere. Pancake? On the ceiling. <laughs> See, you're doing a me. You're just asking all these questions and not... I well, you're not asking no, him the question back. Ask. You would get asked the question and not answer. Yeah, no, no just my answer to these Have you ever put a towel down? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why, yeah, absolutely. You have? Yeah. What were you doing? I was having sex with someone. Put a towel down. Why? Why were you putting the towel down? Shannon Perry. There's a lot of different reasons. That's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a common thing for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think the towel's that... It's not a crazy. Cup. It's not like just yes, no busted cup. on a cup. There are, also some, be no. there are also some girls who get very excited. That's another three. So you need a towel for those ladies. Everybody's Super different, bad. Gavin. Super mingy. Hyperhidrosis. Mingy. <laughs> Hyperhidrosis. They are, they are, they are I'll take it. Gash. I'll accept that answer. All right, I'm looking up France gay marriage. Let's see what they got. You, someone's asking if we're drinking Stella. Well, yeah. uh, we have a couple of Stellas here. I'm We're drinking Abita. Well, I asked Kara to bring Abita since it's a uh, Louisiana beer. I figured in honor of oh, uh, Mardi Gras. Fat Tuesday Mardi Gras. Uh, get some Abita beer. I was drinking Stella. There you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably destroy my Twitter feed here, but I just want to give an update just to let everybody know. Does honey spoil? That I know that I know this stuff because I think people feel compelled to tell me. Not because they're trying to be funny, uh, but just because they think I don't know it. Uh, Lindsay and I, I think, are both well aware that fish McBites exist, and I have had fish McBites, and they're delicious. Yeah. Uh, also, what was the other thing that I, we were talking about? God oh, we are not doing a fucking Harlem Shake video. Oh, we're not going to do a Harlem Shake video? No. Okay. Let's fucking. do one right now. So tired of people asking that. I think, I think we kind of missed that. We kind of missed that window. If you don't yeah. get in there on we, day we, one. We don't do that. Like we've never done like a, a video Shake. like that. We very rarely do current event stuff. Like the yeah. podcast is kind of like the most like. Current event thing. I am do. so sick of people asking about the fucking. Har- I, I say, just fucked myself. I know you are. I will say that was a good Fuck. one. Was it Matt Why? and Kim that band? I don't know. Is it cool that? I don't I fucking know. know. I actually like them all. I think they're all good. But anyway, there was one where it was just there's two people in a band. I think it's Matt and Kim or something. Yeah. And it's just empty arena, and they're just doing it. And then it, on the cut, it goes. It's a full arena. I just love that jump cut to the same space, but totally different environment in that space. I like that kind of thing. It's like what you did with the, with the stadium, soccer yeah. thing and the stadium yeah. also, yeah. So, uh, France is in the middle of approving it right now. That's how I knew about it. I just didn't remember the specifics of it. Get with the times, France. Jameson works a lot better when you drink. I got a bottle of Jameson at home. I can't wait to God go damn. get that. Oh, the other thing is, too, I'm very happy that people like Daisy and Silver Linings Playbook. Because people tweet me about that all the time, I love, too. I love Silver Linings Playbook. Mm-hmm. You should read Daisy. <clears throat> it's good. <laughs> now, Silver Linings Playbook is, is awesome. I would say that's the best movie of the year. But you Argo. World War Z? What? World War Z? Oh, no. it's a Daisy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, World War Z, the the book. Okay, I was like, I'm trying to think. I should get royalties in World War Z because people every day yeah. like apparently pick up that book. Man, I finally got around to watching uh, Argo. Yeah, is that good? Uh, yeah, I got. Uh, I bought it in H- HD, like HD download. It's a fucking good movie. I didn't. Did anybody Some say it's our good? D- oh Jesus! No. Damn it! Don't go there. How does? <laughs> hey, did anybody talk about the PGAs that we went to? The Producers Guild Awards? No, I don't think so. Man, that. Oh, Jesus, Barbara. Wow. She has her own soundboard now for shitty jokes. My phone is on silent, so it was (laughs) So we went to the Producers Guild Awards. uh, That was in Beverly Hills, and that was awesome because we were, like, nominated up against stuff like 30 Rock, which fucking won. Uh, Dexter. uh, Game of Thrones was nominated for some stuff. Breaking Bad. And uh, it was fun. That was a a crazy event. Yeah, there was a lot of big celebs stuff is being grouped in with that kind of stuff is awesome. Yeah, well, it's the start of it, right? So yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, yeah. a lot of times they're recognizing just the internet branch of 
mainstream media stuff, though, like the Third Rock thing. No, well, they did nominate. They're like the, the H Plus was nominated. That's a web series. Uh, Guild was nominated, and Red vs. Blue was nominated, and then also Dexter and Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, we were nominated. I mean, it's a good, that's that was a pretty cool thing. And it was like you're right. There were so many like it, it was unbelievable because it was like at first it was like holy shit, there's just Galba like right there, you know, giving yeah. a giving an <laughs> introduction, or and then there's Jennifer Garner. Seriously, I guess the producers a it was not televised. And I guess producers really like to talk because each speech was like 15 minutes. That's it, obnoxious. It was long. And you know how, like, when you, you ever watch the Academy Awards ever, Gavin? I don't, I don't really like awards. Okay. Well, they have the awards, and it's always annoying. Award shows are always annoying because they dedicate so much goddamn time to the people presenting the awards and their stupid, shitty banter. Then the person who won gets, like, 10 seconds to talk, and they cut them off. Yeah, right. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. And then in the middle of it all, in the middle of the Academy Awards, they give a Lifetime Achievement Award to usually somebody who I'm sure absolutely deserves it. Most of the time, you don't know who they are, even though they're completely relevant and influential. Uh, and that's, like, usually a 15- to 20-minute speech. At the Producers Guild Awards, they gave out six of those awards. Oh so the Lifetime? Six commemorative, like, <clears throat> overall yeah. achievement awards that weren't part of a category. They even gave one to a damn movie. Like, the, and so the producers came up, and it was like, you know how, like, in the Golden Globes, when Best Series wins, and this huge group of people goes up and on one stage, person talks. one person talks? No, nah, the Producers Guild Award, everybody talked. Everybody went up to the mic and talked. Did you understand the significance of an award before you started doing stuff like this? Well, I think that, I guess, uh, first awards seem like, at, on the surface level, it seems like a reward for an accomplishment, Right. But the actual, I think, function for an award is <clears throat> to is for discovery. Because then people they publish about awards, and that's how people find out about stuff. Yeah, that's how I found out about Homeland. Mm. I'd never heard about Homeland before. Whenever I watched awards, I would think, well, this is a famous actor. They're already rich. They're already famous. An award, you know, whatever. But it wasn't until I did the whole the visa process where I realized that they're actually valuable in getting jobs and like getting into places you wouldn't be able to get without an award. Well, we, um, at the Dice Awards, I, I've heard of Journey, the game. I've never seen what it looked like or played it. Right. It won a ton of awards, including Game of the Year. And now I'm just like, I really want to play Journey. I've, I bet a lot of people will play Walking Dead because it's more of a And the Walking too. Dead, which won a it's ton a, of awards. Awards, I think, are very important in that regard for discovering <clears throat> new stuff. I remember I had never heard of The Sopranos until it won a shitload of awards, and then all of a sudden it I was, was watching The Sopranos. It was the same with The Office. In the UK, it wasn't until it won a ton of BAFTAs that people started watching it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, when they first watched it, they thought it was a real documentary and just thought it was kind of weird that it was on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's, I think it's important for that because, especially now, I read a statistic that um, uh, every minute on YouTube, there is 72 hours of footage uploaded. So if you're going to watch every single video ever posted on YouTube, you would fall three days behind every minute you try to do that. Yeah. That's crazy. It's weird to crazy. think that there's actually some things that you that I can't catch up on. If I wanted to watch every episode of Saturday Night Live that ever went on, I'd be it'd be years before I finished. Yeah. If I wanted to watch, if I wanted to listen to the entire Howard Stern what show year? from beginning to end, I'd be dead. Probably. Or you, you just can't watch everything. Even you just can't yeah. watch like every show that's out now. What it's year did time. Saturday Night Live? It's like seventy six or seventy seven. Yeah. I watched right. the first episode. It's kind of weird. Is it George Carlin, right? Well, it was just called Saturday Night or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Live from New York, it's Saturday Night. That's why yeah. they say that. And Chevy Chase said the first one. Yep. You know, I got to tell you. Very dated. Pete, yes. People always talk about how the older Saturday Night Lives are better. Not at all. No. I mean, if you go back and watch that, like the John Belushi and Chevy Chase, I'm sure it was groundbreaking at the time, 
not at all but interesting. that's how you tell what was actually good comedy, is whether it holds up over time. I totally agree with you. That's a good like, point. That's why a lot of visual stuff holds up. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I, I'd say, not comparing what we do to Sarah Live, but I was really happy to see that most of the 10-year box set reviews talked about how the early stuff holds up. Red vs. Blue. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was happy to see you, that. Well, there's, there's no... I mean, aside from, I think, like a reference to The Matrix or something, there's not really any topical stuff in Red vs. Blue. No. I, I, I don't... I really reject making pop culture references yeah. if I can avoid that. And also, the other thing, too, that always frustrates me about people <clears> when they go to watch Red vs. Blue, they explain, if they know what Red vs. Blue, but they won't watch it, they say, well, I don't like Halo. That's always the thing. It's like, you've obviously never watched the show. Yeah. You, yeah. That would be you don't need it. That's how I started watching it. I had never played Halo before, but my brothers did. Yep. And I started watching the show because they watched it, and I loved it, obviously. Yeah. And all the, all I wonder the if there's is. any Red vs. Blue, Blue fan in the world who doesn't know what Halo is. I, would, I mean, obviously, it'd be hard to not know what Halo is. But it's they, possible that they started watching it cause, just because they saw... Well, we, so we, we get emails from people fairly regularly who said they never played Halo, and they watched Red vs. Blue. I'm not saying they never played it. I'm saying they don't know that the game Halo exists. Like, yeah. they watch the show and just doesn't... They don't know that it's based in something else. They think it's a Beyoncé song. <laughs> a Beyoncé song, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the, the fact that there's so many fans of Halo just gives an additional level of appreciation yeah. for Red vs. Blue, but you don't need it there. Yeah. I you tell you about the story of when I was on a jury for an awards thing. I was on a jury to a festival, uh, and it was a games festival. There's um, there's Sundance, and there's like the indie version of Sundance <laughs> called Slam Dance. Sundance started as an independent film festival, and it still is called independent, but it's like huge independent movies, like the ones the Weinstein's make. <clears throat> and uh, so Slam Dance came on the scene. They have a Slam Dance film competition. One year they decided to have a games competition, and I was on the jury for the Slam Dance games competition. And we saw all these games. Gus, were you at Sundance that mm-hmm. year? And I came back from the first day of presentations, and I said to everyone, I came back to that we were at this like this lodge that we were staying in. This is where we had a knife car. Yeah, we had a knife car there. <laughs> we can tell about that in a second. Um, but uh, I came back and I made everyone play this play this game, uh, and it was a game called Narbacular Drop, and these guys had made it. That was and the pool. Thing. You were a princess, and you could make demon gates. You could make a red demon gate and a blue demon gate. And they were like these squares with these demon heads on top. And if you made them, then you'd go through the red demon gate and come out the blue one. And then you could put them on the ceiling and the floor and drop through them and stuff like that. And I was like, this fucking mechanic is like Looney Tunes, like a hole, you know, like the portable hole. Yeah. I go, this is fucking incredible. It's like in Who Friend Roger Rabbit where he puts the hole on the... Exactly. And he has to put it on the magnet to get himself out. And within like 10 seconds, I'm like putting it in the corner and running through the corner over and over again like that. And like looking at myself through these things, through the, the demon gates. And... uh I remember I was on the jury, and I said, oh, I went in, and I said, I'm not going to vote. I said, obviously, this Narbacular Drop game is the one that's got to win. This has got to win. This is, like, the greatest game. I said, this, these, these guys, kids, these college kids have made this incredible mechanic. It's unbelievable. And they literally, people were like, it wasn't about the games, I realized. It was about the festival, and what did they want to portray as the festival? And they were like, well, you know, um, you know do we want to be known as a game, uh, as a festival that gives out their prize to... Uh, subversive games or like games that people normally wouldn't play and these guys at Narbacular Drop they have a contract already with a game company called Valve and I was like oh Valve really got it and then that's the team that turned Narbacular Drop into Portal now but it was like they and then the the award I'm really sad to say went to somebody else it went to it was a good thing but it wasn't the game that became Portal you know it was it was a game where you were at a this is going to make it sound terrible, but you were at a dinner and you were having a conversation at a dinner party. This was actually, this was actually a really good game. It was. It was very like <laughs> contextual and it really understood the, the context of the conversation. It would have been a really great game at like a GDC or something like that. Yeah. But it's like, at the end of the day, 
you know, <clears throat> now in history, that's, I don't think the festival exists anymore, they could have been the festival that kind of like broke, you know, Portal to the rest of the world, you know, and people, yeah. more people would have discovered it. Not that Portal needed it, but it was like always so weird to be. And if you go back to like the old like Narbacular Drop blog, you can see they're having conversations with me that I went up to them and was like, really? you guys have made the greatest fucking game ever. <laughs> I love this fucking game. It's incredible. And they, they were just like, they were just like a couple of college kids. I think Portal went on to make, make an achievement called Narbacular Drop. Did they? Yeah. I would assume there would be some sort of reference in there. But yeah. that was one of the smart things. It was Paul a princess. Did. You were a princess in the original game. It was all fantasy based. One of the smart things Paul did. Jeff would be excited. As soon as they opened the first portal, it's kind of to the side. So you, you can, can see immediately see yourself. And they mentioned that on the audio commentary of the game. It's like, this was the, probably the most important decision we made. So immediately you know what the situation is. It's not a doorway. It's literally, you're going to come out where you... Yeah. yeah, it's a portal. The commentaries on Valve games are awesome. It's, I don't know why everyone hasn't done that. It's like theater mode. Why hasn't everyone done that already? I don't know. Well, theater mode's a lot of technology. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Well, difficult. you can see that other, like, Call of Duty have tried to implement that. It's not so good. Uncharted yeah. also. Oh, it's yeah? like a theater mode. In multiplayer. You can't, you can't rewind. Yeah. Yeah, in multiplayer. Man, I just... Gavin was talking about... Last time I was on the podcast, you were talking about how you play GTA on the PC just to get theater mode. Yeah. I bought the game again just so I could do replays. And I've seen some of the mods that have come out for GTA. That game looks incredible. GTA 4, people are still modding it to be photorealistic. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly updating it. Yeah, and then 5 got pushed to a September release, I think. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I'm sad about it. That's pretty interesting. It's still coming out this year. Josh, are you going to get them to come to show GTA at uh, RTX? We're, we're talking to them. You should totally do that. <laughs> Hopefully. I've, They're watching that, right now. That would if you're awesome. watching Rockstar, bring GTA 5 to Austin. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Don't go to Australia. It's too far. Yeah, come to ours. Sorry, Australians. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting <laughs> to You're just fucking with them. Well, constantly. you know, people in Australia have to, you know, they got to also realize the fact that when that game comes out there, it's not going to be the same game as in the U.S. Oh, yeah. So you got to drive they, oh, on a different side. Well, they always, they, yeah, Barb, you have to drive on a different side. Of the car. Like, I follow the rules in GTA. <laughs> but, you know, they Australia always nerfs violent content. They always, like... With Left 4 Dead 2, they even changed the cover of the game, where instead did. of having the severed fingers, it was just a hand holding two fingers and up. And in the UK, they had to switch it, so it was oh, going like right. this, because that's, this is offensive. That's an FU. Is it? They mm-hmm. had to change it to go like that. the piece. Like this? So what is that it? insulting to someone? Yeah, what does that mean over here? You know what it means? Yeah. Nothing. It means two. But people do it. People like... And it's yeah, not offensive. Two. Two. Or yeah, it means yeah. I'm going to finger you. Isn't that three? It's curse. Not for some people. Was that on your spreadsheet? How many fingers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Brandon liked that one. Uh, all right, well, we're going to wrap things up here pretty Stay. soon. Uh, you got anything else you want to hit up, Bernie? Where do we want to eat? I don't know. I just had a bunch of fucking pancakes. Yeah, I'm all pancakes. Yeah, I'm full. Yeah, I'm happy pancake day, everybody. That was fun. Hey. Hey. Happy Fat Tuesday. Next time I want to grill on the podcast. That'd be awesome. And now we have a fancy new griddle that so we can Joe, make. So Joe retires next week. Yeah, so Joe. next week is Joe the Cat's retirement party. I'm trying so, not to call him Joe. And I want to call him Joe the Cat. And right. you probably won't be here for it. You bitch. Okay, look. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I'm here for Joe the Cat's retirement party. All, All right. right. We'll, we'll have you here for, I'll double for check. Joe the Cat. All right. Oh, is it a Monday next week? We haven't figured it out. Okay. Maybe. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everyone. Bye, Bye everybody. I love you. Hey, Internet. Want a pancake?